on people. Welcome back to the Hank Stream. Uh, situation. Don't forget to thumbs up, guys. Ring the bell so you can be notified when we go live. Uh, we are live. Let's do jazz hands. Come on, everyone. Let's do a free for all Monday. Jazz hands. We got JP's doing jazz hands. Walter's doing jazz hands. There we go. There's Walter Keller. There he goes. JP Wagner. First time. First time caller, long time listener. Yes, sir. <laughs> to the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Hope you got your big girl panties on. We are live. Yes, we're live. This is episode 409 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast, as I just said, of course. And uh, it's free for all Monday. Our subject today is California ammo background checks. Uh, Tim Knight boxed out at the NRA. We're going to talk about that. Plus, we have JP Wagner of uh, Blue Rifle Society on Instagram, right, JP? Yes, sir. Blue all Rifle right. Society. Yes, sir. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Hank. Thank you, Walter, for having me. Good to have uh, you. I know we've been uh, we've been talking here for a while, actually. Yeah, I think uh, last in three years, probably, right? Yes, absolutely. So um, now we now you know you're ready. You're ready to come out here. I'm ready, and man. The, That's it, man. I'm ready. Other dudes I'm not a lawyer, today. I'm not a gun expert, but I'm a second <laughs> supporter, and I uh, yeah. like uh, guns since I was a little kid. Yeah, absolutely. Picked up, I picked up sticks that look like guns as like a three-year-old and thinking, you know, I just can't help it. It's in your blood. Yeah, we well, can't. Yeah, you it's out in, of school, that's for sure. Yeah, it's in the D. You can't do that anymore. No, you can't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I warn my kids sometimes, like, don't uh, share some of the photos. I bring them shooting, so I make yeah. sure they don't share everything there because you never yeah. know. Yeah, because then they call the boys in blue like you because you are a exactly. police officer. You are in law enforcement. Yes, sir. Of course, you know, which is always good, man. I like to have the uh, pro 2A law enforcement guys come on the show. There's lots. Well, see, I know that there's lots of them out there, but I think in general, statistic wise, right, in, in law enforcement, is it is it a feeling or is it true that there's not a lot of guys that are really uh, pro 2A out there? I, I would say maybe like half are. Not everybody's a gun guy in the law enforcement. Like even bring up Blue Rifle Society, it took us. You know, so five years to get enough guys in the PD to uh, actually go and join this little group with me. Mm -hmm. um, they're all great guys. Uh, there's some, and it's surprisingly, they're younger guys that came into the PD mm -hmm. that like guns and they like to shoot, and they all joined up. So I'm, I'm happy to see that you know the younger generation is liking weaponry yeah. too. You know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we're going to talk about all of that. We'll get deep in it. Walter's here. I'm here. You're here. We'll, we'll get into all those things. Uh, shout out to everyone that's coming in right now. Please, guys, smash the thumbs ups, okay? Uh, ring the bell so you can be notified uh, when we go live here. Uh, you know, drop your comments right here, all that kind of stuff. Share it if you can. Let me see. Uh, I'm going to try to go through and do some uh, quick shout outs. I want to shout out Justin E., I heard that Justin E is in the hospital. He's in an emergency room right now. He's got some, like, diabetes-related things. I know he's got, like, a lot of tough stuff hitting him all at once. So shout-out to him if he can hear us. You get the top spot, even though Richard Hughes was number one in the chat. <laughs> we will displace Richard Hughes for you, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> well, hope you feel better, you know. Make yeah. sure you check your uh, insulin or sugar, which one it is, and uh, yeah. take care of yourself. Eat yeah. right, all that stuff. Stress is no good, and I think he's going through a lot of stress lately. Yeah, stress I mean, is no good. Yeah, he's been going through some stuff. He uh, lost his home. Just all kinds of craziness going on yeah. there. So That doesn't I, help. No, no. I know how rough that could be. Shout out, of course, to Richard Hughes. I see CB, Philip Snyder out there, Michael Bender, Jade Grew, the Tyvin shows out there. Shout out to Tyvin, SoCal Gunner, Chris Williams, uh, The Archangel as well out there, Appalachian Gunrunner, 
Um, let's see who else do we have in here. Uh, DCG 44s. If you see anyone, Walter, let me know. Chris Bullis, uh, Brian Wyatt, as well out there right now. Richard Maunder from England. You know we have a. Pre you know we're spreading out across the world, Walter. Yeah, <laughs> spreading our wings. So. Yeah, I see. Uh, we're like a virus taking over the world. I see. I got, the, a, I got a virus right now. So, oh uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> thankfully that could not spread over the internet. That one. No, no, you don't want this crap. No. But I no, do. That's from probably flying back from England. They're being that tin can, you know. Yeah. The air quality back there, you know. Yeah. Uh, He's got I that French. Cut it, cut it from the wife. Yeah. yeah it's, it's the French oula la fever. I'm just making that up right now. I haven't heard of that one, but yeah. Yeah, I'm just making. I'm making it up. I'm making it up. Hey, yeah. Special K is out there. Boss Hog out there as well. Let's see who else we got. Uh, I'm remaining axes. I think I said Randy Peacock, James Lawson, uh, Bricks is out there. STL Storm Spotter, YNH. Also, Rob Avis, uh, DC2 Mega Boost, Mr. Hootie Hoo. Shout out to Hootie Hoo. He's out there. Uh, Pew Pew Park says hey to everyone. If you see any of your folks, JP, let me know. If you've oh, well. got any buddies yeah. that are uh, jumping in on the chat, I don't know whether or not you could see the chat, but you'd have to open up the YouTube window of Lifestyles of the yeah, Locked and Loaded and mute it. So if you can. Right now. Yeah, yeah I can do that. Don't kill your internet, though. So we got no, no, I'm going off of uh, I get Unlimited so I can watch on my just satellite stuff here. Okay, cool. That way you can see the comments. I can do it. Paul K is out yep. there. Lewis1911, shout out to him. It's one of my buddies. He's, uh, you know, here in Florida. He's a writer. Let's see, see who it. else we got. James Miller, Charles Holshuth as well, David Cardinal. Uh, Rafael Morales, Uncle Mike, Shooting Gallery NE is out there, Kathleen Music Lover, Pixamite, uh, Billy Phoenix says, Howdy Hank, let's see who else we got in here, um, trying to get through everyone, uh, Tango Hunter as well, okay, so everyone that's coming in, make sure that you wait smash minute, the thumbs, we need you to get a, one. Who do, who do I miss? Oh, go Nick ahead. Nick Willie's in the house. <laughs> okay, good one. I, I was saving that one. For, I was saving all the big dick for you, Walter. <laughs> okay, okay, thank you. I'm giving the uh, thumbs up right now. Right? Awesome, oh. thank you. Uh, Claiming 302 is out there as well. Tacos and french fries. <laughs> um, Brian Wyatt says loves the hat. This is the Fort Scott Munitions hat. Shout out to them. Um, shout out to Walther Firearms as well for sponsoring the podcast here, helping us keep the doors open, pay the bills, etc. cetera. Uh, Jim Way Jam also out there, uh, Nightmare 03 as well. Okay, boom. I think we got all that out of the way. I'm going to ask everyone how their weekend was. Uh, let's start. Let, since you're the special guest, JP, how was your weekend, man? Are you – you're still – you're still on the force, right? You're not retired or anything yes. like that. Okay. I did uh, 17 and a half years. I started in uh, 2001. I started a uh, different PD. Okay. And then after three years, four months, I came to my PD, current PD, because, you know, the pay is better, retirement's better. It's just, you know, the other guys are great. It's just uh, you got to do what's best for your family. And I uh, switched PD. So I have 15 in this uh, PD now. I need to do another five. Okay. And then I will pop. I will pop smoke. So just, I don't know how much you want to tell about this, right? And and think no. about it because we don't want to get no. you in any trouble or expose any info that doesn't need to be. But can you tell no. us what state you're working in? I'm still working in Connecticut. Connecticut. There you go. CT. Yes, sir. We got some Represent people. Represent the Northeast here, you know? Right, so right. There's some gun-loving guys up here. Yeah. You can have a little something in Connecticut. 
Not a lot of something, yeah. but a little is something, it, unfortunately. Is it, is it Connecticut the Constitution state? Yeah. That's what they say. It is. <laughs> what the what the f happened? Uh, they forgot about know. this, Walter. I they forgot. Um, I think what happened was all the gun manufacturers, a lot of them were in Connecticut. If yeah. you think about it, and most of them moved out. Colts still hanging tough. They, it says Hartford, but they're really out of uh, West yeah. Hartford. Standard Manufacturing's so in Connecticut. Standard, yeah, I don't yep. know if you know Standard Manufacturing. Yeah, it's right next to. Yeah, it's right ne- a couple towns oh. over from Britain, so okay. it's right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm a friend uh, of work there. Yeah, what was that, Walter? You said Mossberg's still there. Mossberg's still there. Yeah, West Mossberg. Haven. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Stag is leaving. Stag, Stag is leaving. I've got friends over at Stag. Uh, do you know? Does anyone know where Stag is going to? Did we ever talk about that, Walter? I can't remember if we talked about Stag moving out of Connecticut. Finally, can't remember. I know. I think not Stag, but is it Smith and Wesson's opening a place in Alabama or someplace like that? Huh, Alabama. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know Colt has, uh, there's not a lot of Colt, even though Colt is left there in Connecticut, mm-hmm. they've, they've really dwindled down, right? Oh yeah. They dwindled down. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's just like you do HK and all, they try to fill military, um, orders before the public. Like I don't understand, like at least stag will give you like, you can go there and order parts. You can, it's all these things you can do. But Colt doesn't give you that option. Like they don't give you the option. Like I can order a new bolt carrier from them or right off the yeah. line. You know, right. at least Stag does that. You can order a, a, a parts kit, whatever you need. Yeah. And it's, it, it's they. So it's for the customer. Colt is more for. And Colt's a great guns. I, I have them. I like them. But they're, uh, you know, they have to remember they're not HK. Start supporting the local people <laughs> so we can buy stuff from. Yeah. Um, you know, like what we need. If I want to get a butt stock, I want to get this. Let me buy it from you. Yeah. Otherwise, because right now, right now, I don't know if people know this, but you cannot buy a new AR-15 in Connecticut, correct, right? No, but there's such thing as others. So mm-hmm. others right now, I don't give too much information because I don't want them taking away from us, but others are like, it has a pistol brace on it, pistol brace, mm-hmm. and it's, um, I think it's like 14 inches, there's, it's a weird roundabout. It's, it's an AR rifle with a pistol brace on it, basically. And there's some okay. other things that, you know, allow you to have it. Right. Um, me being a police officer, I just need a letter from my chief or acting like a lieutenant. Uh, he, he can sign for me so I can still get anything I want. Um, and after 90 days, after I retire, I have 90 days to register it as a sole weapon Wow. in Connecticut standards. So I can still get the good stuff. I don't think it's fair that civilians can't get it, but mm-hmm. those are rules. And I'm just happy I can yeah. get it right now, you know? Yeah, it sucks. It does suck. I yeah, have to does. say that for all the civilians out there who can't have it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it does suck. Um, we, we definitely have to try to do something. I think a lot of people are just um, leaving Connecticut, right? Do you do you see yeah. that? Do you think a lot of people are, are getting so. out of Connecticut? Every, the people I talk to, you know, Connecticut's a beautiful state. I can drive a half hour down, be at the beach, you know, and uh, it has woods, state forests, all this great stuff. It's just the taxes are ridiculous, mm-hmm. and people are taking their Yankee money and they're going down south. They're going to Florida. Tennessee's a big, Tennessee's a big one right now. You know, and the Carolinas, and they're, and they're bringing their um, Connecticut um, ways down here too. Hopefully, yeah, that's, that's a that's a hard this part for you guys is. Yeah. You know, like anything, like if you look who voted for who in our our state, the cities have so many people, and usually there's the people getting most social services that lean Democratic <laughs> way. They have the highest vote, and they they outvote people like Upper State New York. Mm-hmm. New York City is so anti-gun 
It's unbelievable. Like my brother's police officer in New York City, he put in for his permit and they told him, no, you can't. We don't want you to have a permit. You can carry on your badge. Wow. Because if something like he, if he's suspended <laughs> for something like because yeah. he shows up late to work or something, they don't want to give him a permit to carry because they want. I don't know. They don't want him to have a gun. Yeah, they just know. want him to be totally defenseless, like everyone else. My brother, a yeah. uh, uh, big chunk of my family lives in New York still, and my brother can't yeah. get the uh, concealed permit at all. He has gotten a couple of permits to buy um, to buy stuff, but you know, which is crazy. You have to get a permit specifically for what you're buying. Let me shout yes. out uh, Scorched Earth Firearms Training out there. He gave us a couple of bucks. Shout out. To him, to Rod Mills, Rodimus Mills out there. And then Ashrin McBee also gave us uh, five bucks. He says, hey, Walter, could I bring an upper by you? Having trouble getting a gas block off. Gun is having cycling issues. Love the show. And see you at Aries soon. That's from Ashrin McBee. So. We'll see. Walter. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, call up the call up Walter and talk to him. Yeah, well, sometimes those things are even beyond me getting them off. So okay, um, if it's yeah. one with the pins, you got to try to drive the pins out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there can yeah. be a major. Somebody pin. just cr- uh, cracked one. He had an over the barrel suppressor. He actually, I don't know if you put it up on our uh, our channel yet or um, Blue Rifle Society on Instagram, but he was shooting and it was a short barrel and it cracked the block itself so he has a nice picture of a crack to it so he's going to replace his huh. yeah so, so let's just uh, overshot it or what let's throw this up here i'm going to throw up uh, my phone i'm going to put up a, sca- a screen capture of my phone so if you guys look it's uh i think you can search blue rifle society and you'll find the instagram um it looks like it's you guys are underscore blue rifle society underscore yeah yeah no. I think it works either way, but yeah, yeah, and they've got lots of things. Walter and myself are following them, so I would just uh, I would encourage you guys to go on there, like some of their stuff, like I'm doing right now. Just go in there, appreciate Hank, and uh, smash like on a couple of the things that are going on in in here, and uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna get this conversation going. But I do want to get help these guys um, get the follows up on the Instagram. So if you're listening to us on audio, which we have lots of folks doing that, please do it. Uh, we appreciate that, and there's lots of um, there's lots of stuff coming in here. Uh, Andy Carlson says police are civilians too. Don't ever forget that. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I told my son he just made a second lieutenant. He joined the army. I said, hey, make sure you take care of your listed guys because you take care of your listed guys, they take care of you. And that's you know you still have to be a boss. You still have to, but you have to take care of your listed guys because that's your core. Everybody forgets about you know who's supporting you, make you successful in life. Mm-hmm. So you always support you like. Like you, we were talking about before, like the gun community. Everybody, you go into a gun store, people try to be like tough with you. Everybody has to be more tactical than the next guy. I can't mm-hmm. take that. I can't take it. Sorry. Like, <laughs> how about teaching people? How about having it's fun? So how about I go to a range? I was on the SWAT team for twelve and a half years. I was K and I did a lot of stuff. I go to a range and tell people, listen, I'm not in competition with you to shoot right now. Let's just shoot and have fun. Relax. Be relaxed. You'll shoot a lot better. You'll listen to instructions. You'll do. You know, have a better time here. So. <laughs> You know, like I'm not a competitive shooter. I'm a shooter. You know. Yeah. So I want yeah. people to have fun in the range because if we like, if people start to enjoy firearms, then more people will support our Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. And that's it's so simple. Get mm-hmm. young people out there shoot. Bring people out shooting that maybe are liberals or whatever you want to call them. Bring them out shooting, and guess what? They'll walk away with a smile on their face. Most of them. Yeah, so, absolutely. I haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't. You know, most people do that. On you know. Be safe, of course. Yeah. That's the only time we see people not having fun. Yes, that's a- <laughs> if they're not <laughs> safe. 
<laughs> but, uh, you know, most of us are safe. We practice uh, safety rules, uh, you know, and, and do the best that we can. But that's him. Let me uh, get a couple of things in here first before we get deep. Uh, Scorched Earth, uh, our friend Rod Mills, Walter, I'm going to read this one. It's a special <laughs> message for you. Uh, should I read it or do you want to read it? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go so ahead. Scorched Earth Firearms Training says, if I were gay, I'd marry Walter and shoot his guns. Yeah. Hey. Uh, you could just be his mistress. You don't have to get married. Yeah. That's what I was. Well, say, there's going to be an issue with that because uh, <laughs> it's, it's not reciprocal on the gay thing. So. <laughs> uh, we are talking about Rod Mills here, so you know. Well, you know, I, I, I don't know. I know. I thought Rod liked the women with the bootay. You know yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. You know, maybe his. You have a lot of changing. guns, Walter. Maybe he'll fake it. I don't know, man. Yeah, his uh, tastes are changing. Stuff. His tastes are changing. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I asked uh, a yeah. guy on my page called Despy. He's a he's my buddy on part of Blue Rice side. He has so many guns. I'm like, hey, can I be in your will, buddy? You know, he has no kids. I'll be your kid. You know, I'll show up, yeah. hang out with you. Yeah. You good. know, like yeah. take you know, I'll go baseball game with you. Whatever, just let me get change <laughs> change his diaper when he's old. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, okay. There's work. There's work to this. You don't just get in the will for no reason. Yeah. You know, you got to like, you got to help him shake it off, you know, because when oh, you get old, man. you can't shake it off as well yeah. as you used to be able. We're gonna do. You know, when he, you, has, <laughs> he has, I have five kids, right? He has zero kids. So yeah, we call it Despy money, you know, so he he's able to get a lot of nice uh, firearms. Nice you know? guns. Okay, cool. He's in Connecticut? Yeah, yeah he's part of our Blue Rice Society. Group. Okay, cool. All those guys are in Connecticut, right? Yes, they all okay. work for, we're all the same PD. It's amazing. You know, oh. that's what I was saying. It was hard to get. I wanted to do this five years ago. I talked to you three years ago. I wanted to start getting into this. Mm -hmm. It took the right time to get new guys in that enjoyed firearms. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, let's do this. And they yeah. all jumped on board, you know? Yeah. Uh, Hootie Who says he applied to be a police officer, but withdrew when he found out the starting pay cops should uh, be paid more. Um, yeah. Come to Connecticut, you'll do well. It just everything else is a little more expensive, so. Yeah, I think here's my here's my uh, philosophy on this, and I'm sure you've probably heard it before. But I think, um, especially in some places, there's too many cops. They're not paid well enough, and they're not trained. Oh yeah, well enough. Oh, yeah. So I would rather have uh, well-trained people just over like mass forces. Yes. Of, of folks out there and better, you know, obviously, if you're going to, you know, these guys need to be better trained, educated and, and paid and vetted as well. Oh, yeah. You know, not everyone, not everyone's actually cut out to be a, a police officer. So Nope. That's 100 percent fact. Yeah. So. Um, but we don't for, you know, there's all these weird um, rules, I guess, nowadays. Right. A lot of real rules. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. A lot of people just get uh, kicked out just on background, you know, and a lot of these younger kids don't want to be cops. They don't. And then it's funny, though, because everybody doesn't want to be a cop until they can't get a job and a degree. Then mm -hmm. they all come mm -hmm. to try to be cops. <laughs> yeah. But if you, you know, want to. Like, yeah, go ahead. I'm I sorry. Mean, we make good money. In, I mean, in, New uh, in uh, Connecticut, we make good money. Yeah. You know, we're making decent money. If you so. want to serve your community or if you're one of those people out there that you're like, oh, what's going on in our community? We've got this problem and that problem. The way you can serve your community or that you can at least start is by becoming a law enforcement <laughs> yep. professional. Yeah. Yeah. And I tell people all the time, like, you don't like the police. Why don't you join us? I want diversity in the PD. We, we need diversity. You need people to represent the community. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, but the real bad guys don't care if you're black, Puerto Rican, Korean. They don't care. You're yeah. in a uniform. You have your colors on just like they wear their gang colors. And they don't care what you're in the opposite gang. They don't care what race you are. So but if you want to help 
and you and you go out there, you treat people like their mom, their dad, your it's your brother. Like I always come off. I don't care. Or your children. I'm going mm-hmm. to treat you good until you decide that you don't want to be treated good, and then I'm going to do what's in the law and what I'm able to do mm-hmm. to correct that. Yeah. But it's just like we shouldn't. Like I pull people over for simple things like a red light. I understand they're busy. They're going to work, but how unsafe was that red light? Was it intentional? Was it just they got barely through it? So you have to weigh all those things. You have, to, you have to go out there and try to be as fair as you can. And when you do that, people respect it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, we're going to talk so about we, we're going to talk about some of that stuff here. I've got some uh, things that popped up. Uh, Shooting Gallery Northeast says uh, just subscribe to them on Instagram. So that you just got one extra subscriber, man, from this show. Thanks, it's on perfect. now. You know, that's like a landslide coming at you. Got me. Oh, yeah. You got Walter. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I think we're at 396 or something when we started, but it's only been up for four weeks. Yeah. So for, you know, 400 followers in four weeks isn't bad. Yeah. You know, I'll take it. Yeah. You know? Uh, let's see. Uh, we've got a bunch of, there's a bunch of comments coming in and stuff like that. Look, we have over a hundred people already watching. So I'd like to see a hundred thumbs ups as we get into it here. You know what I want to do, JP? Let's hit some of the things that we wanted to talk about, um, right off the top. Some of the stuff that's in the title. Um, I do want to talk about the thing that's going on in California. So let's probably, let's probably kick that up first. I'll throw that, this article up here. California gun owners face new background checks for ammo purchases. Um, California became the first state in the country. This is a travesty. Do not mistake this, people. This is a travesty. California became the first state in the country on Monday to require background checks for all ammunition purchases. Um, Under the new law, gun owners now have to pick up bullets in person in the store. That means if the buyer makes the purchase online, it must be shipped to a gun shop for pickup. Gun owners will be subject to a background check every time they make a purchase, even if they're already registered with the state. Um, uh, gun owners are required to pay $20 for the first spot check and a dollar for each additional purchase. This is just a ripoff. This is just a way to California to get more money out of you. Um, Opponents uh, say in addition to costing gun owners time and money, the law will send buyers across state lines for ammo, hurting business for sellers in California. Advocates say it's meant to keep the bullets out of the wrong hands. And uh, I'll let uh, either one of you guys, Walter, I don't know if you're ready to jump in on this. You got an opinion on this thing. We've all seen it coming for a while. What do you... Uh, uh, (laughs) um, Who doesn't... I agree with that. That's my opinion there exactly. So succinct, right? From the mouth of babes. From the mouth of babes, basically. Um, who's doing the background checks in California? California has their own background check system. Uh, you know what? That is a good question. I don't. Let me see if this. They're is, not. They're not burning the Nick system with background checks for ammunition, are they? Um, I don't know. You know what? Mm, that's a good question. If someone out there is in California um, and knows the answer to this question, let us know. They also they also said that now you have to use um, uh, non-lead ammunition for hunting. That's also in effect. So. Yeah, any cost they can get on ammo, it's already expensive now. If they start putting more costs on it, it's going to cause people to buy less. And, you know, yeah. It's just another tax. It's like in Connecticut, they tax everything. Yeah. If we, have, if we have a car tax, like every year you get a bill, a tax on your car. How yeah. much it's worth. Yeah, they, it's crazy. 
attacks and everything. Yeah, yeah. This is not this is not this is not good stuff. And I know that there's other states that want to follow suit here and do the background check for bullets. And then we had the what was it, Governor Newsom in California, California saying that guns don't kill people, which I agree with. Guns don't kill people. People do. He said the bullets do though. So now, you know, what they're doing is going after the the ammo to try to stop you from being able to defend yourself. You know, the guns, the bullets don't do it. It's human beings that operate these things. These things don't function without human beings. And throughout history, people killed each other all the time. Doesn't make it right, but, uh, you know, it's just human nature. There's some really, really bad people on the street. There's yeah. some real bad people out there every day. Yeah, and they're, they're also, listen, other, like the article said that people are going to go out of state and, and I think they're going to create a, a, a black market or a gray market, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, th- there's just a lot of crap going on here. I think ultimately it's just money. It's just a cash grab from California. Hank, Hank I know who will have bullets. Who? The bad guys. The yeah. bad guys. Oh, yeah, for they sure. They will start the black market. They will. They don't obey laws. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be going so over to state, having their buddies bring it in. They will have bullets. So all these laws, all this does is affect a good guy. Yeah. You know, he tried to defend his family, the recreational shooter that does everything safe and proper. Yeah. It affects that guy. Yeah. Not the bad guy. It never no. affects the bad guy. Uh, Richard Hughes says, cars don't kill, bumpers do. <laughs> okay. And uh, Brian Quick has a smarty pants question for you here. Uh, he gave us a couple of bucks, so I'm going to... Uh, read his comment here. He says, "Does JP believe the official Sandy Hook report?" Uh, yeah, I had a friend. I was canine, and um, he was down there. and kind of messed him up a lot. He responded to it, so I believe it happened. Um, and uh, like I know he was a good friend of mine, and he he was affected, like really affected by. It. He mm-hmm. saw bodies, so there's no there's no fake bodies. It happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Everything I don't know. I don't know. I didn't read the whole thing, so I wouldn't. I don't know. You know, yeah. but I, I believe it happened. Listen, we're going to continue to have this kind of uh, these kind of tragedies from broken uh, human beings in the world. We have to figure yeah. out how to defend ourselves from it. And if yeah. it's not, if it's not, if they don't use guns, they'll use cars. They'll use planes. They'll, you know, whatever they knives, baseball bats, yep. uh, bricks, their hands, yep. poison, fire, whatever they can. That's what they'll use. We just acid. have to be able to, yeah, acid, you know, Anything. we just have to be able to I meet mean, those things. Look at London. They're stabbing everybody, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, so, you yeah. take away the gun, they'll kill you some other way. Yeah, I mean, I know you guys have a tough job. I've got friends that are police officers uh, all over the country, oh. including in New Jersey, uh, New York, uh, you know, all that. Um, oh. Imagine the, the dudes in England, man, that you're a police officer oh. in England. You can't even be armed. No, thanks. Uh, I wouldn't yeah. want to be in uniform. You're, you're, they know you're a target. They know who you are. Like it's like in Vietnam or any other non-conventional army. You're in uniform. They're not in uniform. We don't mm-hmm. know who they are, but they know who we are. So yeah. it, you know, it's a uh, disadvantage. You know, we, we have a disadvantage, but that's why we're super vigilant. And you should be. You know, like we pick up on things that other people might not pick up on. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully, every officer's out there feeling that way because every alarm I go to, I think as if it's a serious alarm. I don't go out and like, oh, it's just another 18th time we came here. I, I take it serious every single time. Yeah. You know? So, Not so um, much it's going to stress me out, but, you know, I'm going to yeah. take it serious. Yeah. So here's the thing. Um, Richard Hughes was asking if you can reload in California, which which I don't know. I know there's people saying, you yes, you can reload for right now. The law does not affect reloading. 
Um, what what would you do, JP, in, in let's say in Connecticut? Because I think that these laws are going to become infectious and spread throughout the country if we don't push back against it. Um, what would you do if they tried to, to bring something like this to Connecticut? What would you I would just they, they they wouldn't think about probably reloading, so I would just probably get a reloader and start reloading. Now hopefully, people there'd be enough people we can organize that would go up to state capitol and try to you know fight it. I don't know how it's going to work out because there's mm-hmm. a lot a lot more people voting opposite than us, but we can at least try. Mm-hmm. And then you know I'd probably get a, a reloader and start doing my own stuff. You mm-hmm. know, I, you, I have to follow the law. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, so I, I, you know, yeah. I'm going to be going to New Hampshire to Free State and buy ammo and bring it back, you know? Right, right. So do you see a lot of people, uh, you know, like fighting, standing up for Second Amendment in Connecticut? Do you guys see that? Or do you do you think yeah. like like what we're seeing here in Florida, there's a lot of disinterested uh, people that are kind of like in zombie mode? I think the, uh, the, um, the, the Cary Defense League, they made a lot of noise up at the Capitol. Um, there are... There, there are a lot of fighters up here because there's, you know, there's some old Yankees up here like their guns, you know, and that's, you know, so I don't know how big our voice would be, but we still, you still have to get out there and try, you know, mm-hmm. so it, it, it always starts in California and it makes its way to Maryland, New Jersey, mm-hmm. Connecticut, Massachusetts. Those are all the states that adopt everything that happens in California. Yeah. Yeah, you know? we need to we need to get um, we, we there's something that we need to do about it. I don't know if the Supreme Court's going to come in on this. This is probably uh, a good topic here for discussion. You know, I think that they're going after the ammo because they feel like, hey, that's not in the Constitution. So we'll just go after the ammo. How do you guys feel about that? Walter, well, you have an opinion well, on this? It's like going after gasoline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what a gun has ammo, right? Mm-hmm. The two are. You know, yeah. You take away the musket ball, you know. I guess I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's all silly. You know, it's it's not going to stop anything except stop the the legal people. You know, mm-hmm. or encumber the legal people. Yep, Aside from that, and and the whole tax thing. I mean, that's that's a never ending story up in the the Northeast, Illinois, oh, yeah. California. Mm-hmm. Yep, every place you can think of where where all their policies fail. So, yep. you know, it's and they just keep spending and more and taxing more and spending more. And then and then like in Illinois, people are leaving in droves. California people are leaving in droves. So the people who stay are going to get hit even harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, when they come to Florida, they don't come here because they want to be free. They want to come here because they're cheap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, and bring they bring the crazy. They bring their leftist ways down here, which is yep. which is you don't need no guns. Yeah. Um, the police are going to take care of me or whatever. I, I don't know. It's no true. different. It's no different than people coming from um, outside of America, which like I'm an immigrant. Right. People come from outside of America, from like socialist, communist countries that are just totally devastated their economies and all that. And then th- that's this is why they're leaving. In, in some cases, you're talking about places that are just as beautiful you know, in terms of the the landscape and stuff like that, but horrible because of the things that human beings have done there. They come to America and then they want the same crap. <laughs> you know, they support the same thing that made them leave the country that they were in. It's the same thing happening with someone leaving California, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, and coming down down south or any any free state, right? You know, we got some on the west or whatever. Because uh, they go, they go to the states. There's no taxes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, they shoot themselves in the foot, though, when they do that. They're time to be taxed. Mm-hmm. But they come here and they want the same stuff they have there. And the only way they're going to get that stuff is if they get taxed. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, you know, I, I they, they say Florida doesn't have a, uh, doesn't have a state income tax because of the snowbirds and their money. But, you know, I don't know at what point that changes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the Florida used to be a, a free state, you call that, you know, where you, Guns were never an issue, and, and then, then all of a sudden now they want to – well, hopefully we change this thing about – in Florida, every time they can't pass something through a legal process, they want to change the state constitution. Yeah, they go with the constitution. And that, that's a bunch of horse shit yeah. um, because we don't, need, we don't need stuff in the state constitution about dog racing and this and that and all these petty little – that's not what a constitution's about. You know, I mean no. it's just – Everybody, when what happens is you, you start giving social services out, right? So all these people like free this. You're just going to ruin gen- the next generation because they get used to taking that free stuff. Like we grew up really poor when I was little. I mean, poor. But my dad refused to take social services because he wanted to work for his living. He wanted to show us that you can make it. And and thank God, all five, four of my older brothers, we all made it. But it, if we start to take all these handouts, you get used to it. Yeah, and more people start coming, and they get more handouts, and then what does it do? You're, I think, our, our, if you look at the Connecticut, most of the money spent on social services, and some are good, and some are bad. A lot of people are just, you know, smoking weed and playing Xbox, you know, and not there's, working. <laughs> there's there's some people that need some help, and the rest are lazy. Yeah. Yes, I agree, um, Walter. And you got to turn that lazy part off, whether it hurts them or not. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. and they're going to be. Well, we shouldn't that. kill the stigma, right? The stigma is a, a motivation. So I think we need yes. the motivation. Like, you know, your life should get a little tough if you go out there and you have babies without getting married or the person who you thought was going to support you and you had these babies, you didn't check into them or they didn't hold up their end of the thing. You need things to be tough. So you go, oh, wait a second. You know, this is why we need to do better or why my kids need to do better and don't get into the mm-hmm. to the same thing as me. We need these kinds of uh, things to make us better. There's a cost for everything. Nothing's really free. So if you're no. sucking on the teat of the government, you know, you're going to be poisoned. <laughs> you're a slave. Yeah, you're going to yes, be. Yes, you yeah. are. I agree, yeah. Walter. You are a slave. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing no one understands, like, when you, if you ever make it big or make, get any money, the states didn't come back and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We paid you this much money over the last five years. They want that money back. So yeah. you almost, you can't even, like, if you want to try to buy a home, you can't. So it just keeps people down. Yeah. So that whole there, I agree. People do need help. I'm not. I'm 100. I'll help anybody. I don't care who you are. I'd help you if you need it. I'd help you. Um, but you need to kick people in the ass sometimes and say, "Get up! You need to work for yourself and your family. Make your your kids' life better than yours." And that's mm-hmm. too hard work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see. We got a couple things going on here. Uh, Richard Hughes says the uh, 2A did not include ammo because they never thought the people would elect such stupid politicians. Uh huh. And uh, Red Bear says, as the demographics change across the country, these changes will happen. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, <laughs> That's why you have to stop the uh, flow of the um, at the border, too. You know, I heard I heard a good thing the other day. If you know, if, if your sink, if your bathroom's broken and the water pipes are broken, um, what do you do first? Mm-hmm. You stop the flow of water, right? You turn off the water. They, you shut you then, shut off the then, source. Th- then you make the repair, right? 
So yeah, the border is the same thing. Well, so. okay. So did you see? Um, you know, I, and and like we as we talk about here, right? I don't. Uh, I'm not dogmatic to anyone or anything. But did you see the cartoonist that that he did oh, yeah, a cartoon yeah. of Trump yeah. just golfing, even though the, like yeah. over the bodies of these people that washed up in the river? Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I yeah saw that's that. wrong. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that had, the t- the two have nothing. Uh, you know, it's 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 a typical liberal garbage. You know, um, and yeah, it's just uh, it's just the old classic. If you demonize something long enough, and if you keep saying it and saying it and saying it, people believe it. They don't look into yeah. it. They're on their own. They don't do their own research. They just see it and they believe it. That's yeah. like you know? saying it's my fault or your fault or your fault. Exactly. It's, it's not your fault. It's first thing that person got into the water with their kid, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's his. It was his fault. He yeah. he drowned himself and killed his kid. Yeah. So. But on top sorry. of that, we've been saying that there's an emergency here and we need to lock it down, control it. You know, there needs to be there's there's resources need to go to the board. Like that's all being said. Right. That's it's not like no so one's maybe, been maybe trying to say that. Gave, maybe if they gave the fund and maybe that wouldn't happen. Let's blame it on someone else now. If you want to do the blame game, if, you know, Trump asked for a certain amount of money. And they refuse to give it to them. Maybe yeah. if they gave it to them, then there would be a more secure border, and that wouldn't happen. You yeah. could say anybody could say any argument. Yeah, you, you know, also so. you could put the blame on the countries that allow people to leave, you know, yeah. because they just want to get rid of those people and let them become someone else's problem. You could put the blame on the countries that allow those people to transit through their country. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there's a yeah. lot if you if you want to lay blame. But, but yes, ultimately, like they're Walter making said, money off those people. Yeah, Any of those, sure. if you don't think that country like Mexico, there's people getting paid to bring those people through that country. So someone's getting paid. If they had no profit, they wouldn't be bringing people to their country. Yeah. For, you know? yeah ultimately, though, as Walter said, the blame's always on you. Like, um, I think we all have kids here, right? Yes. So we who who who, do, who takes the responsibility for your children? I know I do for mine. I think about them all the time. There's lots of things I'm like, no, can't do this. I'm not, or I'm not going to do this thing because I care about my children and what happens to yep. them. If you care about your children, if you love your children <laughs> over anything, you won't take these kinds of risks, you know, to destroy your children just to what to get into America. Yeah. You know, In, it's not. It I think country, that's crazy. I'll tell you that though. It is. It is a great country. I get it. But you're not going to, you know, I would rather I would rather be alive in Nigeria or Guyana than than if my parents said, hey, let's try to go across this river. You might drown, but you'll get in America, land of milk and honey and money grows on trees. (laughs) You know, I would rather just be in Guyana and be alive and I could at least live and and try to accomplish something and change my country. You know what another way to get into America is? Join the military. They'll help you get your citizenship through the military. We had a bunch of Filipinos in the Navy, in the Army. We had some Mexicans join it. Like, you can get your citizenship. Join the military. You're American, right? You want to be American? Join the military, and they will help you get your citizenship a lot faster. Yeah. Hey, why not do that? Yeah. You know? That's what uh, that's what Lola's brother card. did. That's what Lola's that brother did. Works. That takes that work. That takes work, though. <laughs> Stop it. That takes work. I don't want to work. No, listen. My uh, my godfather did that, and he was in the Vietnam War. Lola's brother did that, and he was in the in the Gulf and um, and, and a bunch yeah. of other things. He just became a you know uh, sergeant major. Yeah, you know. Listen. Awesome. What's what's wrong with doing that, man? What's you know? Oh. I don't I don't get it. Um, I, I tell kids all the time, they're like, I don't want to get blown up. Listen, you could be 
of vet tech in the army if you want. You could be, mm-hmm. uh, you could do so many jobs in the military. They don't, it doesn't include combat arms, and it's a great thing for young people that maybe don't want to go to college and have, you know, one hundred and sixty thousand dollars in debt. It's a good thing. Yeah. You, know, you, you do three, four years. They help you pay for your college. It's a very positive, good, good thing. Yeah. Help me out a lot. Yeah. Serve your country. Yeah. Uh, go through some tough stuff. Grow up. Realize like, oh, wait a second. It's not so bad with my, you know. <laughs> um, so this is I'm going to probably get in trouble for this. But my younger my younger son went off to uh, with his buddies over the weekend. They were in uh, Daytona for um, for I think some kind of video game convention but the 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 hotel accommodations didn't go as planned i guess they were supposed to have like a big room lots of beds they didn't really have that so he had to like sleep on the floor he took a sleeping bag but it was very miserable and he's been very upset since he got back and the first thing i you know i'm like oh there's not there's uh there's nothing like home no (laughs) right all the awesomeness of home doesn't mandatorily come when you go out there in the world you have to deal with other people If you ever been in the field, if you go out there for a couple of weeks, there's no chairs, man. You have to like <laughs> sit back to back to each other. Like yeah. it's miserable, man. They keep yeah. you miserable too, so you don't realize the highlight. Yeah. You look over to engineers have like portable showers and like I'm like, how do those guys get all that good stuff? Because they don't want the infantry guys, the guys in the field, like <laughs> they don't want they want them to be miserable because yeah. if they see the the nice life of the military, they might stretch. If you, you, know, you don't you lose, if you don't lose, how do you appreciate when you gain? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. How do you appreciate when you get something? Well, I feel like you want to say something, Walter. Before you say it, hold uh, on a second, Walter. I'm going to let you jump in here. Flopping garbage. He says live from a hospital bed in Phoenix, Arizona. It's flopping garbage. What's up, people? That's Justin. So everyone go in there and shout out Justin and uh, flopping garbage. Get. Uh, he says, uh, flop. He says, Hank Strange just popped in. Missed my shout out. So you guys go out there and uh, give him some love. Tell him to get better. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Walter, what were you going to say? No, I, I don't have anything. I'm trying to stay awake. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just... Oh, okay. You better get with it. With the whole cold thing, I've just been like... Blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? Yeah. Don't... I'm all right. Make sure you take my, your get your vitamin C. Uh, yeah. I think it's past the vitamin C. Yeah, uh, echinacea. What is it? Echinacea? Yeah. Oh, so what, you need shots? You're getting old, man. Not, you know... <laughs> Shots of Jack Daniels, shots of what? Yeah. Shots of what? <laughs> you need the smell of uh, of, of gunpowder. <laughs> need to go shoot I'm not some even, guns. I'm not, even, I'm not even interested in that tonight. So, oh. I do have a couple guns, though, I dug out. Oh, okay, so, uh, yes. Yep, we're going to show guns here. Okay, what do you got, Walt? Let's show some guns. Well, Let's get I was, you out. I was think, you know, before the, you know, everybody likes Canics, right? Yeah. Why not? Everybody's everybody's a big Canic fan, you know. Yeah. But before the plastic Canics were were all the rage, there was the Canic Stingray, which is basically a, like a CZ compact. Uh-huh. Yeah, it looks just like a CZ kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. All 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 metal. Nice. And these these kind of hit the market before the plastic guns did. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a good gun. It shoots well and everything. Yeah. Um, I, I found it when I was digging around for stuff. Yeah, just uh, some a gun you forgot you had or something? Well, I knew I had it. It just kind of got buried. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then this is um, made by a company called ISSC. It's an M, it's a twenty two pistol. It looks kind of like a Glock. Okay, nice. Except, nice. Almost looks like a Glock 18 with a selector switch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it has a hammer in the back. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah like out. a so movie it's... Glock, like a movie Glock. Yeah, yeah. movie Glock. <laughs> yeah. So it's an inexpensive 22 threaded barrel, the whole nine yards. we got to shoot it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Very that, cool. That, since we're oh, since, and, and I found my and I found my Picatinny rail uh, zombie sticker. Oh, sookie! Right. <laughs> I got a little bayonet with me right now. Glow in the dark. Oh, look at that. Serrated. I like that. Oh wow, that's that's so, a picture um, right there, Walter. You got to throw that up on uh, Instagram. Yeah, on, on the Instagrams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will. I will. Yeah. Uh, Kathleen, music lover, says, "What pistol is that? Can you hit us with that again?" That is a. ISSC M22. Yeah, just show it, throw it up there one more. There you it's go. Made in Austria. Okay, very cool. So, um, kind of gawkish, but with a hammer and a safety. Okay. Actually, a, a decent quality. Uh, yeah, I think I've shot this, haven't I, Walter? You might have, yeah. I think so. It's been yeah. a while ago if yeah. you did it. Right. I don't know if we really got a video in on it or not, but probably we probably, not. probably, probably not. need to. JP, you got some guns over there you want to show since yeah, we're jumping into Yeah, I got some bullpups. I know you're a bullpup fan. I'm, I'm yeah. a bullpup fan. Yes, yes. I'm going to go yeah. grab something to drink real quick. Okay, go ahead, okay. Walt. I got it on JP. Let's see the bullpups. So the, uh, the first one up, here. I, it was between the SCAR and the FS2000, uh, right, the FN. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of people had this gun. Not a, not, I saw a lot of people... Not a, uh, not a lot of people had it, so I was like, you know what? I'll grab this gun now. Yeah, I had it for a while. I, so I have one. Nice I've never, I've never. Yeah, I have one. I've never really shot. This is the FS two thousand. Yeah, the FN FS two thousand. Oh, okay. It, it's sexy. Yeah. All the rounds slide out the front, so you get no ejection. So you can shoot lefty, you can shoot righty, whatever you want, and all those rounds just glide right out the front. Yeah. So if you do a real quick thirty rounds, lost my bud. If you shoot uh, fast, all those rounds when you're done will still be sliding out the front. Yeah, that's very cool. How long have you had that? I had this probably five years now, six years. Yeah. So remember now you've got your your background is blurred. So yeah, how to get rid of that? Uh, I have no idea. That's probably going to be on your uh, Skype. It's probably going to be in your Skype one of your Skype options, but. uh, yeah, it's uh, making my gun I don't like that. Let me see. I don't think I could do it. Start recording, turn subtitles, unblur background. Boom. Yeah, just click that. Got there it. you go. Awesome, right, awesome. Go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So now we can see that bad boy. There so you go. So this thing right here, I like it because it has a big um, mag release right here. So when you come up, you just put it in. You slap yeah. your finger right on the mag release, and it comes right out. So what kind of magazines? Is, is that only like the GI type mags for that? Um, uh, it's... This one fits everything. Like the AUG, I got this there AUG next. I got it down here. Right. I got this one. It only fits the um, it only fits the star AUG mags. Yeah. So Special K is uh, crying right now because he sold me his FS two thousand, and so he's oh, crying. He's missing it. Well, you know. Yeah. AUG so, is nasty. Yeah. Yeah, the AUG's nice too. So, so this is an AUG that's not like my AUG. I could put uh, P mags in it. This one you can't, right? Uh, yeah, no, I put um, nope. I just did the um, the regular original star AUGs because what happened? My local gun store, Newington Gun, I love to give them a little shout out. Mm-hmm. They give me anything I need. They had like fifteen to twenty mag. They're probably like twenty magazines for this gun. The forty-two rounders, everything. Okay. So I want the original star AUG. I want only star mags going in this. My okay. running gun, I have an MK-18 over there. That's my running gun, a little uh, short barrel. Okay, by the way, Jared E. gave us a couple of bucks. He says, my guns and cans, no respect and safety. Yeet. Okay. <laughs> Yeet. So, this is my running gun. This is okay. a little MK-18, Daniel Defense, with a Surefire Mini Monster on it. 
Okay. Uh, I want to keep it light and short, so that's why I got the mini monster on it. Okay. It only it's only like a five inch can, maybe. Okay. So this is you know it's light and I can and I can fit any mag in it. You know. So can anyone get suppressors in Connecticut? What's the situation? Yeah. Or, okay. Yep. So what you have to do before you used to have it have to have a chief's letter to the town you lived in, mm-hmm. but now you don't have to have it. You go if you went to uh, the gun store. Um, they like Newton gun will fill everything out for me. I just got to get my passport photos. I got to get, you know, the $200 money order mm-hmm. uh, and I just send it in. So, yeah. and they're nice. They're nice enough to allow me to put, uh, you know, some of the money down. And then when it comes in, I put the rest of it down. Right. So it, helps. it makes it a little easier because you have 11 months, probably a year to pay that can off. Right. So it makes yeah. it a lot nicer, you know? Yeah. Matt Morrison says, didn't they stop making the FN 2000? I think. I think they don't. Yes. Yeah, they don't make the FS two thousand no, anymore, right? So I got it. So it's a yeah. oddity gun that's it works. It's very accurate, mm-hmm. and uh, you can shoot it lefty, righty, wherever you want. Yeah, you know, it's uh, nice. Bullpups are just cool, man. Bullpups are cool. Yeah. Uh, Walter, how come you didn't bring me back one of those British bullpups, man? What's the deal? Uh, SA eighty. <laughs> yeah, you know. Come on, Walt. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, I just. I just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Walter, you are really <laughs> well, <laughs> you are really in trouble, man. <laughs> yeah. I, no, yeah, no snazzy uh, responses on that. Uh, one. Yeah. That, well, that <laughs> I'm going to go in away. now. I said there's blood in the water. <laughs> I have no I have no response to that one cuz there's no access there. <laughs> I could have got a FAMAS from the French dude easier. French police easier than the uh, British one. Yeah, I know. I know. I would have liked to have one of those uh, ones that the beef eaters have. What are those? Are those um, what are you know the beef the uh, the Royal Guard? Okay. What are their bullpups? Do you know? They have some probably, kind of bullpup. I don't know what it is though. Probably the SA eighty. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. That's the standard issue gun. Okay. <laughs> for the Brits. But yeah, yeah. That, that 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 abomination. Yeah. The SA. We import those, Walter? Or no. No, no, never did. Thank no. God. Yeah. <laughs> So let me uh, go ahead. They they were a problem from the start because yeah. the Brits they just weren't made right to begin with. So. Yeah. Let me throw some guns up here uh, since we're doing this kind of early. I'm gonna throw something up here. This right here. I've shown this to lots of people. We're gonna do another video. I do have a video on it. Is the Defiance uh, DMK22 with the LOVA handguard that we see here. And uh, right there, you see that silver barrel in there? That's an integral suppressor from Elevated Science. Uh, <laughs> oh, elevated Silence. Elevated Silence. I don't know why I always want to say Elevated Science. Elevated Silence. There you go. So this is integrally suppressed 22. And just to show you guys, so now this is not the 22 magazine it uses. This is an AR magazine. But, you know, fits in the well. The, the magazine it uses looks like that, except it's a 22 one that you get in the in the conversions and all that kind of stuff. Um, it can use the uh, the Ruger one. So that's really I'm I'm you know I'm really happy with this. Uh, I'll get some videos nice. out. And then the other thing, I have my SBR here. Check that out. Boom. So that's my uh, so that's my Armor Armalite SBR lower and uh, I forgot what's this the law what is it? Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of this thing. Is is it the Law Tactical folder? The the, the $200 hinge? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, Law Tactical. There it goes. It's right there on but it. But you can't shoot it folded. No, you can't. No, you can't. And it has a PWS upper on it that I actually got from my brother Anonymous. 
Ah. So I'm putting, the, you know, I'm just messing around with this. I haven't like put any optics or or even a, a flash hider or anything on there. I mean, I could also just do a direct thread suppressor on that bad boy. But you know, it's not bad. Not bad. I like it. I yeah, like it. You know, I'm just messing around. Are we around allowed with to it. talk? Are we allowed to talk about what you sent me in the mail? Uh, yes, you can actually. I have a uh, 308 AR10 uh, gun. It's gun tech, correct? Yes, gun tech. Gun tech. Yeah. yeah. Um, kit that I've got to assemble. Yep. Um, and we will be shooting and playing with and yeah. experimenting with and things like that. So. Yeah. DCG44 says elevator what? No, it's elevated silence. Hold on, let me <laughs> see. I'm gonna try to pull. I'm gonna pull them up because they're also on Instagram for you guys who want to check them out. <laughs> The fan says, of course, I, like I'm thinking, she blinded me with science, 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 science. <laughs> yeah, it's elevated uh, silence here. I'll throw it up. So check out. This is their uh, Instagram right here. If you guys want to go check it out. Uh, <laughs> and I'll th- I'm going to throw up some pictures and uh, and things like that. But, yeah, this is them. Elevated silence. They've got uh, really cool suppressors, including Ruger 1022. Because that uh, Defiance DMK uses a Ruger 1022 barrel. So you can uh, you could swap it out, which is what we did. Um, DC two mega boost said that's sweet. Thank you, uh, Billy. TRB zero zero eighty eight says uh, JP Blue Side crushing on Hank Strange. What what? Thank you, brother. <laughs> I'll try. You know, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a gun expert, but I think I know enough to get around a little bit. You know. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on. Um, yeah, so California, yeah, no California man, Californians, you guys have to try to like. You got to try to push back on what's going on there. And look, there's stuff going on all over the country, right? This is the thing that but we're it's trying a, to sell. But it's a never-ending stream in California. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. It's one I mean, thing after another, after yeah. another, after another. And it's just like yeah. they, they want to they beat the people down to where they just they say, fuck yeah. it, and they give up. Mm-hmm. So. I think California is going to eventually it's gonna backfire. And I don't know. If you look at all the homeless people on the street, L.A. is yeah. a disaster. San Francisco is mm-hmm. a disaster. Eventually, it's gonna have to be, they're gonna have to break and say this isn't working. I hope. I hope. So. Eventually, it's gonna be become something out of a movie like Escape from L.A. You guys ever saw that oh, movie yeah. with Kurt Russell? <laughs> it's gonna be the true yeah. Wild Wild West. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy, man. Um, you know, because you can't keep doing this. You can't just keep taxing people and hitting people upside the head and think you're gonna solve everything that way. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess they're just gonna well, keep been, going. Happens in towns in Connecticut where, uh, you know, the the neighbor in town has a lower uh, mill rate than you, a tax rate, and then everybody flees a higher tax uh, uh, town and they suffer. Then what do they do? They hide. They make high taxes on more people, and eventually the businesses leave. It's just a, it's a not gonna work. I don't under, I don't know why they don't understand. It. It's not gonna work. Yeah. You know, people people leave. They're gonna leave, and they're gonna go to the towns or the states where it's less tax. But eventually, you know, eventually, you can't use that leaving tactic. You know, like where no, are you gonna to run no. to eventually? You family, you have yeah. you know, you got a lot of things that might keep you in the state, and it just sucks for you. You know. Yeah. Richard Hughes says Florida Constitution amendment to ban ARs. I know they're trying that. It's not. You know, we should not let that happen here in Florida. Kathleen Music Lover says doing the same in Washington. Uh, of course, Washington State going through things and you know what that's when we expect the nra should be out there like fighting back but one of our other nope. lead subjects tonight what are they yeah go ahead walt what are they doing they're they're out uh, they're fighting amongst each other is what they're doing yeah they're eating themselves um like there's an article i wanted to bring up that says basically they have a, a circular firing squad going on 
<laughs> There's an interesting article. It's not. It's not. I don't know if it's a pro two a or pro anything or, um, article. It's kind of. It's going to sound rough, but I, I do want to read it to you guys. Uh, let me see. I'm going to pull it up here. I think it was the New York Post. Let me see if I can get it to uh, populate up here. Uh, there's some stuff on the truth about guns that I'm going to go into, but I just want to throw this up here really quick. Food for thought, the collapse of NRA's marketing outrage scam, quote unquote. That's what they're calling it. Um, so uh, so basically is showing uh, NRA TV set at the Indiana Convention Center during the National Rifle Association convention in April 2019. This is probably them getting packed up because we could see some boxes here. Uh, the top ranks of the National Rifle Association have formed a circular firing squad, and NRA TV is the latest victim. It's a welcome blow to the lucrative nonprofit racket of milking moral outrage. This is the writer talking. Not me, just so you guys know. But um, I think, like, you got to read through some of this stuff. Known for insanely over-the-top talk and stunts, the 24-hour live stream network was run by the NRA's advertising firm, Ackerman McQueen, Inc. But NRA TV's days were numbered once the group stopped paying the firm in the wake of its epic insider profiteering scandals. Staring down the barrel of an investigation by New York State Attorney General Tish James, NRA leaders began turning on each other around the group's annual convention in April with longtime CEO Wayne LaPierre and President Oliver North blasting away one another. North was gone by the meeting's end. Uh, amid the crossfire, word broke that the NRA had paid Ackerman McQueen a whopping $40 million in 2017. With no accounting as to what the cash went for, the NRA wound up suing, alleging the ad agency was uh, withholding financial documents and halted payments. That triggered an Ackerman McQueen uh, countersuit for $50 million. Then LaPierre uh, co-filed a, a second lawsuit claiming the agency had been behind North's uh, failed executive coup. Coup, excuse me, and uh, had released confidential information in a bid to smear the NRA. Meanwhile, North accused LaPierre of billing the ad agency $200,000 in wardrobe purchases over the last 15 years. And, okay. Uh, millions of NRA members are left to ask why they should fund an outfit uh, rife with financial mismanagement and apparent insider uh, beak wedding. Uh, compromising its supposed goal of defending Second Amendment rights. Uh, be, before anyone on the left feels too smug about this, the, uh, the uh, author writes here, they should take a look at the travails <coughs> of the Southern Poverty Law Center, a liberal nonprofit similarly notorious for over-the-top claims that is also now melting down over insider abuse. Uh, abuse, right? Left or center, someone is always happy to take your money in exchange for pressing your buttons. The louder their shouts, the more likely they're picking your pocket. So oh, yeah. that was just an interesting article. Uh, let me see who wrote this. I'll, uh, uh, it's, okay, this is by the New York Post editorial board, actually. So um, I, listen, they're obviously not pro-Second Amendment like we are. But, yeah. um, you know, this, the, the truth rings through what they're saying there, right? Forty million dollars in 2017. <laughs> Where did they, that go? They're gonna need it. I think if uh, what people need to start doing the NRA, they, they don't need to send their their funds and they support some other groups. Um, and then once they start to run out of money, then maybe, then maybe, they'll start saying, "All right, we gotta support what the people truly believe and what we should have believed." But mm -hmm. money, power, you know, it's like the sympathy of destruction, Megadeth song. You know, anybody yeah. gets power and money, it just makes them mad. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah. So um, hopefully they start to get hurt a little bit by not, you know, people not supporting them as much and supporting some other group is going to actually protect our Second Amendment rights. Yeah. What, what they need to do, tone. what they need to do. Um, so Len Holt says uh, 200K over 15 years. That's not a lot of money. I think, uh, I, listen, I think we're getting bits and pieces of the puzzle here in terms of uh, all the money that was spent and what it went to and all that kind of stuff. I think overall what's happening is they're really not representing us. This is not why we gave them the money. So that's the money that the members are giving to them. And we're giving them that money so that we're not here talking about how California is making you go through background checks for ammo and all the, all the things going on in other states so that we're not here in Florida where we have gun control effectively. And then they're trying to put, you know, ban AR-15s in the, through the Constitution and all that crap. Um, they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. DCG44 says the NRA has become the NRM, National Rifle Mass. Um, and then in uh, – go ahead, Walter. Did you want to jump in? Well, the whole thing with the board member being penalized because he voiced his opinion or he's like this, that's the problem right there. Yeah. Well, that's that was going to be my next thing, so I'm going to throw this up here. This is in the uh, Truth About Guns. And uh, NRA board member Tim, uh, Tim Knight punished for criticism of org's leadership uh, and spending. Uh, currently serving his second term, National Rifle Association board member Tim Knight says he's paying a price for speaking out against uh, the Wayne LaPierre leadership team at the NRA and its uh, pro, uh, prof profligate spending. Uh, in, a, in a Facebook post published hours ago, he details how he, uh, he lost committee assignments and has been regulated to the sidelines. In other words, Wayne and his cronies have marginalized another critic. And uh, he goes on to talk about this. I do, from time to time, uh, talk to Tim Knight. And uh, what he was telling me, like this is something that we're talking about here, what we need to do is we need to, one, we need to do what we can to pull the money out from these guys if we want to like starve them out. Because they're kind of like, they're kind of, uh, this is a siege situation going on now, right? So they're in the castle, they've got the drawbridge up, you know, the moat is there, and uh, we gotta starve them out by not giving them money, but also asking other companies out there um, to not give yeah, them money. A, there's a lot of corporate money going yeah. to the NRA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, well, look at their magazine and see who advertises in it. Mm -hmm. I mean, unfortunately, um, yeah. And, and it just continues to happen and happen and happen. And who fundraises for them? And who collects that extra penny when you buy something at Midway or something like right, that? Right, right, right. That extra quarter. Yeah. Um, we've got to ask. You know, we've got to look. Listen. I think we can do. We can do it. We with we can approach Midway and other companies out there in in you know a calm, respectful manner and say, listen, we're the guys buying stuff from you. We're the guys who've supported the NRA, who believe in the Second Amendment. We, to help us, we're asking you to starve these guys out until they make the changes that, that the country needs right now if we're going to maintain any kind of uh, Second Amendment rights at all. You know, we can ask these guys to do this. These FUD board members that, um, that are so, I guess, entrenched, we'll say, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's like, come on, guys, wake up. Come out, get out of that, come out of the country club there and... Uh, yeah. Or stop, stop shooting uh, your clay pigeons and uh, <laughs> and come out and see some real people in the world. You know, I mean, it's like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how you really go. At, I don't know how you change it. I don't think you, you might not be able to. 
Um, Maybe it, we may not be able it, to, but we, uh, you know, we we do stand a chance if we can get the companies to get behind it with us. And I think it's, they're already they being affected. Under, mm-hmm. They will understand the money part. That I, is I the only, under, yeah. that, that is the only true thing that they'll understand is money. Money, yeah. absolutely. And, yeah. and I think by the time they understand, it might be too late for them. That's why I think. You know, mm-hmm. like I think. Um, they might not get it. Maybe they're too elite for us now. Who knows? The common folk, right? So they better catch on to what people are saying because I know a lot of people aren't sending their, uh, their, you know, their dues in. And mm-hmm. like Walt says, when you start losing money, who knows? It might be too late. Yeah. You know? I, I hope not because you want a voice. Uh, you want multiple voices for a Second Amendment. So hopefully they get their shit together. Sorry, if I curse my no, no, that's fine. Hopefully, right, stu- hopefully they get their stuff together and listen to the common folk. Everybody forgets to listen to the, you know, to the guys. You know, and that's what you have to do. Yeah, you should listen to the lowest person on your team, and because he might have a great point. Everybody's perspective is different. So right, right, it, just because you're a hot shot, you shouldn't be listening to this, the smallest guy because the smallest guy may have a great uh, idea. Right. right. Yeah. Listen, I'm not saying that we can't do this without them. Of course we can. You know, it's it's going to be a lot more difficult to do it, but we can still do it. You know, we have to figure yeah. out a way to organize and have um, other organizations and ways. Even the, the money doesn't – the money, it's not just with the NRA, right? We need the pressure that goes on the politicians who are supposedly for the Second Amendment or for the Constitution. They need that pressure. We can't just willy-nilly give those guys license to do whatever they want, and then they, you know, they keep taking away our rights, and we're funding them. We've got to pull the funding from those guys as well, or they have to know what the pressure is. And, th- and that's the NRA's job and other organizations' jobs out there, and ours as well, right? But, we, but uh, what we're doing is we're, we are giving money to the politicians, but we are calling them up and saying this. And the NRA and other organizations, we're relying on them to take a look at these guys and say, hey, guys, get together, you know, stand up against this onslaught that's coming. And they're not doing it. They're giving they're giving um, those guys permission to do the stuff that's happening. So is it possible? I think it is possible. But I think the more time that goes on here the less possible it is, like what you're saying, JP. If these guys, I don't know, the question comes down to LaPierre that's running this thing like Putin from the inside. If he really does care about the Second Amendment and he wants to do something, he he could step down. He could walk away and, uh, you know, create, put in place the proper kind of rules and leadership that could actually do something and be accountable to us or not. Right? Because eventually we'll, we'll go through all of these things. The thing is, it's time. Because if, we've, if we're pulling the money, then we have to put pressure on the companies out there to pull the money. All of that's time that's getting wasted. You know? So, uh, Flopping Garbage says, teaching a fish to fly, not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, somebody said, I need a hot toddy. Yeah. It wasn't... It wasn't um, uh, I need more than a hot toddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need more uh, than a hot toddy. Um, so uh, Archangel says NRA can rot in hell. The NRA has had their hands and taken the rights from free gun owners since the NFA all the way to the red flag laws and bump stocks. Yep. Want to change things, Hank? Let the NRA burn. Yep. yep. They well, are. You know. There, there's nothing, nothing yeah. too large to fail. 
Yeah. Nope. Um, That's the problem. When you think you're too big, you do fail. Everybody falls when you get too cocky. Yeah. 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 well, it's, you know, listen, we're either going to stand up and fight for it or we're not, you know, either either we're going to let this happen and wash over us and just turn in our guns or we're not, well, you know, I would rather not get to that day when people have to make these decisions, <laughs> you know, or people have to get out there and actually uh, start fighting each other, you know, or, or, dudes, or dudes start showing up uh, to confiscate things from people, you know, so... It won't be me. Yeah, you know, um, it's it's not going to be pleasant. It's not going to be fun times. So I, I I hope the I hope the police are smarter than that because yeah. Um, but there are one, there there are people who will do what they're told. Yes. Um, in fear of losing in yeah. fear of losing their job. So um, and and unfortunately there could be a lot of uh, um, stuff happen. Yeah, <laughs> it, could be, it could be a little mini, uh, you know, civil war, you know, at that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I, yeah, that could be fun. You know, I don't know. anybody. Because, uh, to be quite honest, the police are outnumbered, far outnumbered. Oh, we know that. <laughs> and, and if people knew how, even in the major metropolitan areas, there's so few, the numbers. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and, and be honest with the average Joe is armed pretty well. I oh, mean, yeah. you, you pull out your 30 out six and start shooting, there's nothing going to stop. <laughs> I mean, or you pull out your 243 Winchester and start shooting. There's nothing going to stop it. So the M1A1. I mean, how many people um, get those? They want to ban ARs, but the M1A1 nasty gun. I mean, you know? 30 a 3030. Not there's not much going to stop a 3030. So nope. Um, that's the know. biggest. Everybody has a 3030 in their head. <laughs> yeah. Common, you know, hunting around. Yeah, those I mean, aren't going to be fun times for anyone in America on any and, side. And we don't wish that on anybody. No, and I, I, I hope people are smart enough. To, the politicians are not smart enough to see that because all they lust is for power. Yeah. Um, but they're not the henchmen that have to go out and do the dirty work. Um, nope. unfor- These guys with, that are regular people, that families, that <laughs> yeah. you know, care about the community. That's who's it's just like the common soldier, you know, that goes fights war right, for the government. Right, right, right. You know, you're fighting for your buddy. You're not fighting for, right. you know. So I hope it never gets to that point, and yeah, hope I'm not live to see that. So yeah, let's hope not. But um, you know, there's there are people that are that are pushing people to 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 that so that can happen. I think they would. Some people would lo- would like to see it happen. Courtesy um, says the UN to be correct. UN would get smoked. Oh God! I mean, <laughs> yeah, sure. Come on, bring in a bunch of African the soldiers, blue helmet, please. Like, please bring, please bring in the Nigerian army in here to the U.S. Come on. Yeah, I mean, and, that, and unfortunately, and unfortunately, that would, which would happen, they'd bring the poor guys in that don't have a damn bit of sense in it. They have no idea. Right, right, and they get slaughtered. They get slaughtered. I mean, that'd be like me going into a town in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. There's a good yeah. chance, unless we had overwhelming force, I might would probably die. So well, the civilians out arm. Like almost the military, not really, but you know, like civilian market. There's millions and millions of guns. There, like there's, there's many guns you have in your house. Like there's no uh, other. There's no other. See, there's something unique about the United States when all these other countries that don't have guns and they threaten to do this. They haven't had guns for a long time. No, we have. We've had guns forever, and we have lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fucking guns. Mm-hmm. So, and um, and we know how to use them. And 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 and, and whether it's a twenty-two or a or a 50 cal 
There'd be hell. There would be hell to pay. I, you know, I, <laughs> I love how everybody debates like, uh, you know, pistol rounds, calibers. Yeah, some are better than the others. But let me tell you something. You shoot me a twenty-two long rifle. Yeah, I'm not gonna wait to see where that was. I'm gonna be like, oh shit, I'm hit. Yeah, There's no vital spot. Am I gonna die? Like, the common person gets hit by any round. The common yeah. person. That's someone on drugs. Yeah. But you get hit, you're like shit. I might die. I'll, like, I'll yeah. take I'll take a twenty-two with a can any day in an urban environment. Oh, yeah, and I'll come out ahead because. Oh, yeah. I don't care how much body armor you have. There's always a space, but right yeah. here. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep. exactly. And chick done. Yeah, yeah so. the way that they, the way for them to defeat us is to turn us all into soy boys, which well, they go. Yeah, they're they, trying they, to go that route too. The way to defeat yeah. us is to turn us into a socialist country. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's yeah. what's going to defeat us. That's yeah. they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, well, you know, I, again, I think that's, that's, poli- that's politicians and their views. There, I don't think the man on the street. Um, wants to be uh, once they start saying they want sem- like the Bernie Sanders thing. I want seventy percent of your income. Oh yeah, okay. Really? Oh well, I guess yeah. I guess if you don't pay any taxes now, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Does. So if you're uh, a college student or someone in high school, maybe that sounds good. But when I say, "Hey, you made a hundred bucks, give me seventy dollars," like what? Like uh-huh. what are you gonna do with it? Well, I'm gonna do what's good for you, buddy. Don't worry. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna yeah. live in my mansion, my gated communities. You know, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna take away good. I'm going to take away your trash pickup every week for you. You know, how about that? I'm going to make a plan to take away your straws. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to, we're going to recycle to save the planet. That kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. which kills me. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) I I saw, I got a paper from the safety Harbor, uh, city of safety Harbor. Like they did, they do a, a thing that tells what's going on in the community and they have a program for, you know, stop using straws, come down and get a reusable straw from the city. And I'm like, I sure hope they tell you how to wash that straw out. Yeah. Um, but they probably that was probably like a it cost the government probably like a hundred bucks for that straw. They pocketed yeah. like ninety nine dollars and then spent all on the straw. Um, yeah, the fed, that's a, that's something to do with the federal government, probably. But yeah. I don't know. It's just it's just that mentality, like you know. I, it, it, and trust me, I'm all for like recycling this and that. I, I mean, if you could help out, help out. But like, I think in Connecticut, if you look it up, I'm not I'm not saying it's hundred percent. But they burn most of their recyclable stuff. It says it costs a lot of money to recycle stuff. So they end up burning a lot of it. And they so, burn it, make electricity, probably. Yeah, exactly. So, like, wow. they say to recycle it, but it costs a lot of money, I guess, to recycle stuff. And, our, so, our, you know, like in Sweden and Norway, they don't recycle. They burn it and make electricity. Yeah. yeah they're <laughs> burning it. It's more efficient to burn it and, and use it for that than to try to recycle it. So, you know. So, I, but anyways, that's your that's your government money at work. When you know when you hand that seventy percent over, they're gonna, you know, figure out somebody to give it away to. So, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, have you guys I'm gotten awake that? Have you, are you awake? Good. <laughs> the straw thing pisses me off. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> there are okay. so many that's other things you, going. That's on. where you get activated. <laughs> There's so on many straws. more important things. Meanwhile, why people are flooding the country and and everything um we're worried about straws mm-hmm. so you know hey, if, you guess, fix, if you want to fix uh you know the emergency on the border and ban straws whatever you want to do but you have to do you can't like you have to choose your fight spend your money where it's belong you know i, I, I have none against if you want to drink out a paper straw whatever that's up to you yeah that's um, your world but yeah. spend the money on uh you know uh the, like everybody doesn't think the border is a crisis it has nothing to do with race it has to do with they come over and hopefully they want to do good in America, but they're they're taking social services. So you think the people on social services here that lean left most of the time would think, well, I'm going to have less money if more people come. They're going to depend on social services. 
So hopefully, like, it's all about if you do it the right way, come into America. We want you. But do it the right way, just like everybody else did it. Just like Hank did, just like everybody else does it. Do it okay. the right way. Join the military. Serve your country. Show that you care. And uh, and that's a good thing. Who could hate you on that? Yep, I wanted to be a citizen. Join the military. Gave back something to America. And, and I'm a citizen now. Good for you. Mm-hmm. And I'll sit right beside you. I'll fight with you all day long. But just be productive. Yeah, but I, I think the big part of that is you want to support what it was that made you want to come to America, not like the imaginary uh, belief that there's like milk and honey flowing on the streets. The milk and honey. And money, money growing from the trees, huh? Well, well, I, Bernie Sanders wants to get everything free, and when people hear that, yeah. they want to come. Well, they do get it for free. That's why they're coming here. It's not, it's not, if you can get in here and get, you, you get it. You know, oh, I mean, right. it's like, you know, and it's, it's, you know, we can't afford it, period. So anyways. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's <laughs> see. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to some other stuff. I see yeah. there's some people happily having fights in the chat or whatever. You guys can. What uh, are they go, fighting about? Tonight? I don't know. They can just go ahead and knock themselves out. <laughs> oh, I, uh, <laughs> I heard CZ. Oh, I heard CZOs have a place in their hemp holster for the reusable straw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was a time oh. back in the eighties when you had a reusable straw, you, you used it for, you know, you, you needed a, you know, a straw, you know, a strap. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Okay. Walt. <laughs> cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah. Straw, okay. You know. All right. <laughs> uh, let me see. Okay. So listen, we've got a, we've got someone who's uh, serving in law enforcement right now. Let's cover, let's cover some law enforcement stuff. So uh, one of the ones I'm going to go with is, um, I don't know if you guys heard this story or not, but there's a story, Florida deputy dragged twice by suspect during traffic stop video shows. And um, there's like, uh, there's videos and pictures and stuff like that of what went on here. Did you guys hear about this story of the uh, Florida deputy that pulled this guy over? Oh, you just informed me tonight, a bit of a little. Yeah, okay, so. I I heard about it, but I don't know the details. All right, so here we go. I'll read it uh, (laughs) as as quickly as I can here. Florida deputy was dragged twice by a suspect during a routine traffic stop, police video shows the Seminole County Sheriff's deputy had pulled over the suspect, uh, a Popka resident, Rocky Rudolph Jr., 38. On hey, Cam- Hank, can you, go back, can you go back to that picture with his hand on the car? You scroll down when you're reading it. Yeah. You see his hand on the car. That's not, that's not like, I'm not criticizing them, you know, but you really shouldn't be reaching into the car, you know? Yeah. So basically, uh, you know, the, there's um, this, there's a ton of this story out there. So I guess he pulled this guy over. Um, let me see. I'm trying to see. Okay, for tinted windows. Been there. So he pulled him over for tinted windows, and then I guess they, they were having a conversation, and then he smelled uh, marijuana. You know, the guy was, like, smoking some kind of cigar. Could be to cover up. Uh, maybe what was in there, whatever. The deputy was smelling it. He was asking the guy to put their car in park, right, and shut the engine off. And then the guy got really, like, his level of agitation went way up. You know, once he started asking him about the marijuana, he started driving off with the, I guess, like, with the cop trying to hold on to the car somehow. Like you said, he's got his his arms inside of the vehicle. Um, And then the guy stops and then he drives off again. I think the police officer fired into the car a couple times, hit this guy in the leg at least once. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a situation. It's out there. Um, what do you want to say about this, JP, since this is kind of like your wheelhouse? And obviously, you uh, don't know all the, the facts. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and like all every circumstance is different. I wasn't there. I don't know what happened with that officer, but the no one rule is you don't reach in a car. If the guy's going to take off on me, uh, he's going to take off on me. I mean, I don't want to ever reach into that car because your instinct, because we want to win, right? We want to get that guy. Like I'd want to get him to, and you want to grab him, maybe try to drag him out the window, but you have to assess with the seatbelt on. I don't know what he was trying to do or, or he could have been completely. The guy grabbed his arm and drove off. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So his arm could have been in the area, and then he grabbed him and then drove off. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, people get excited and they reach into the car to grab the guy, and they they take off and they get uh, tangled up in the seatbelt. You're gonna get dragged you know? along by it, yeah. So the number one rule, without being in that situation, not being you know excited and tunnel vision, all that. If you get that. Um, is don't reach into the car. That's just the number <laughs> yeah. one rule. You don't reach into a car. If he drives away and he gets away with a little bit of weed, maybe at least you're you're okay. You know. Um, yeah, it's not that, worth that, it. That, I mean, so, if you get run over by that car it. or or whatever, or you get in, you get it. injured. Well, that could be that'd be your last day being a policeman. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. At the same so, t- at the same time, if, so when I looked at this video, I think I do agree with what you're saying now, right? I I looked at the video. I know you guys haven't had a chance to look at it. Um, I don't know if you could pull it up, maybe. And try to look at it when we were talking about it. It looks like he pulled the guy over and they were having like a cool conversation in the beginning. But then he smells weed, which is very difficult to cover up. It looks like the guy was smoking some kind of cigar. And he was saying, oh, yeah, I'm just smoking this cigar. Um, and then the, the officer is telling him, listen, you know, if you're smoking weed for for like recreational purposes, I don't care. I think the guy was trying to say that he had a, a um, I guess in Florida for medicinal purposes, right, you can get a card. Or whatever yeah. here. Yeah, they were having this conversation, but then it looks like the driver just just like escalated and panicked about something. Um, and 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 looking at what it says here, this guy's pro- is like been arrested like thirty something times. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Okay. He, he, he right. probably had a lot more than weed in that car, and he knew he was gonna go back to jail. So yeah. it, it, like a little bit of weed, a cop, you know, in Connecticut, under a half ounce, you get a ticket. It's like one hundred fifty dollar. Uh, uh, infraction that you could send in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of, you know, it's funny. Criminals aren't too smart. They'll smoke weed, but they'll have guns and pounds of cocaine in the car. <laughs> and that's given us, that's given us, uh, like, a view would be smelling that weed. Now yeah. we can search that car because I don't know if you have more than a half ounce that makes it criminal or not. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to search that car. So the cop is trying to make him calm by saying, I don't care if you have municipal weed. He's trying to de-escalate it with the guy to make it sound it's not that big a deal. Yeah, but he intends now. So obviously that police officer now, once he's alerted, he intends to go through this vehicle, right? And I think yeah, the guy... So like I know I'm going to that car. Like yeah. He's probably doing, you know... Right, right. I'm going to go through it, but he's yeah. trying to de-escalate by saying it's not that big of a deal, right. man. So this guy's you know, been here. Weed, I don't care. Right. Now, this guy's been here before. He's panicking. Yeah. Maybe he's on probation. Yeah. He's like, shit, I don't want to go back in. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's yeah. panicking. Here's where so, he messed up. He starts taking off with this... With this police officer hanging, like you said, maybe not the smartest thing in the world for this guy to be hanging on to this vehicle, yeah. right? He's hanging he on. Him. Yeah. So now you're in like an attempted murder situation. You're you, you're not going. It's not going uh, downhill. From, it's going to get more. It's going to get more difficult from here. It's probably going to go downhill, right? It's not going to yeah, get because, easier from yeah. here because you take off. Uh, and and it's the funny thing is he could have had four pounds of weed in the car or just had a suspended license. How many people? with like little violations take off on you or do something really oh, stupid. Yeah. And you're mm-hmm. like, dude, I would just give you a summons to go to court. It wouldn't have been that big a deal. Right, right. You know, yeah. be not guilty, went to a DMV, got your license fixed, went to court and they would have tossed yeah. it. But they just, right. 
that's why criminals aren't smart. They don't know. They listen to the left media saying that we're going to shoot you for no reason. We're going to shake you down for no reason. Listen, the only time I'm meeting you is if I say hi to you into a store and I'm nice to you. Or I see you in my gun store. I'll visit. Or uh, if you're a criminal, like, or you run a red light, I'm not just stopping people to, to stop people. I, I don't know any cop that does that. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've been in law for seven and a half, 17 and a half years. We're stopping people that draw attention to themselves. The minute this you guy, do that, you know you're in the danger zone, right? I mean, let's be yeah. honest. For whatever reason yeah. you do it, whether like, you know, I, I listen, I think in some places you have you have the reality that guys get rewarded for giving out tickets and stuff like that. That's the reality. Um, yeah, we don't we don't have a quota. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, they want you to go out there and uh, do traffic enforcement because mm-hmm. it cuts down on that. It's, it's called it, it, traffic enforcement helps with education. Mm-hmm. Hey, Hank, I pulled you over because your tents are dark. I'm going to educate you this time. I'm not going to give you a ticket. You know, it's for my safety. I can't see if you're pointing a gun at me when I walk up to the car or your muffler's too loud. You ha- hey, you have a headlight out. How many people know they have a headlight out? Mm-hmm. I'll stop people for headlights out and I'll just tell them, hey, you know, you got a headlight out. But how many times I stopped someone for headlight out and got some really big stuff out of it? So, like the, the criminals, if you're going to drive a car, they'll drive 10 smoked weed, but they'll have four pounds of and guns in the car, but they'll have four pounds of coke. They're not smart. Yeah. Drive. Yeah. Nice if you've got a record, head. if you've been arrested a lot, light, you know, yeah. nice, leave it alone. You know? Do that at home. Yeah. But you don't have to be the, the, the guy that, the, uh, you know, driving around with a bunch of illegal stuff in a car. Don't look like, don't make sure your car's legit. Make, you know, like, it's just, they're just not smart people. They're not. Yeah. They had to keep it real all the time. So, yeah. So know, this guy, this guy stuff. did get shot. He wound up getting shot in the leg. Um, yeah. You know, I think there's a lot goat that went wrong here. Like you said, man, he should have. Yeah. He should have. If this guy drove off, he should have been able to let this guy drive off safely because you could track yeah. him down. You got you you yeah. you got his you plates. Got you know who he is. You know, and they but, were able to track this guy down eventually. Maybe the guy grabbed the officer's arm. It happens. Guys will grab onto an officer's arm and they'll take off on him just because you know. Yeah. That does happen. Um, or, it looked like something like right? that. Something like that happened. But I think once the guy got panicked of like, hey, I might get arrested, you know, it yeah. looks like and then he didn't want the cop. I think the, the cop panicked, too. Right. If you see someone panicking, you better panic. Yeah. Now, once that well, person starts escalating their panic, demeanor. But. but no. But what I'm saying to you, once someone starts escalating their demeanor, you can't stay calm. Oh, yeah. This person's no, no, about no. to go into fight or flight mode. You want to start yes. thinking. So all of that just made them both like clash with each other. And I think in the end, they both got away pretty lucky. The 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 yeah. police officer got lucky yeah. he didn't get run over by this guy. Yeah. You know, the guy got lucky that he only got shot in the leg. <laughs> so a lot of times when we're standing there, we know we have a real bad guy there. Mm-hmm. There'll be like three of us standing up. And all of a sudden, he'll turn his body to the right where there's a clear path. So when you're an older officer and you have a few years on, you know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Looking for a path to run because it's fight or flight, right? Or mm-hmm. give up. So all of a sudden, you walk in front. It's a test. I'll walk in front of the guy. Cut that he turn, yeah. And then he'll turn the next way. I know what's going on already. <laughs> I know it's not going to go well. Yeah. And hopefully, everybody in your, your squad is, is understanding that, too. And most guys do. Mm-hmm. The new guys, sometimes they don't have a freaking clue. And that's where... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'm an FTO field training officer. That's where you want to tell those guys. You have to look for those slight little clues. I observe people all the time. That's all I do. I look at waistbands. I look at bulge in their waistband. I'm looking. First thing I do when I walk up in a car, I'm looking for their hands. They're not going to sidekick me in the face and kill me. Like I'm looking for hands. Hands are going to kill me. So I'm looking if their foot's under break. I'm looking if they're looking in their rear view mirror. There's all these little signs that are going to tell you they're going to take off or they're going to fight you or whatever. They give them to you. 
So mm-hmm. after years on, you know when it's going to go bad. And that cop probably knew it was going to go bad. And he told him, like, that's why he said, hey, if you have a little bit of weed, I'm not worried about it. Mm-hmm. So I just don't know. Did he reach in? That's a no-no. You don't reach in the cars because the car's going to win. It weighs a lot more than you. Um, and grab the person. Or did the bad guy grab him? I can't. I didn't see the video, so I can't criticize him. But if he did grab in the car, it's a no-no. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're not going to win that. You know? Yeah. So... I don't know. So how do you like in this situation? He wanted the guy to shut the engine off. The guy, if the guy's not doing that, what do you yeah. do? Yeah, it's all compliance. It's all. But what if the I'm guy? So what if the guy's not doing it? Do you back away from the vehicle or in do kinetic, you? Think? You can. So like, you want to de-escalate it. If he takes off on you, takes off on you. No one gets hurt, right? That's new policing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you can order someone up up north. Uh, you tell you want people to stay in the car, right? And mm-hmm. down south, I think people get out of the car and talk to the cops. Uh, depends on where it is. Car. It's not a good policy. I yeah. think that's what happened with me, but I don't think that's yeah. the best policy. They don't like yeah. you to so, get out of the car. Yeah. No. Certain, certain places, like, they have them get out. But mm-hmm. we don't do that. We want you – when you start to get out of the car, I'm like, why are you trying to get away from that car? Is there something bad in there? Is there drugs in there, guns in there? Usually people want to get away from things, right, if it's bad. So you'll see people try to get – they'll close the door, run away from the car. But like, whoa, 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 you know, get back in your car. Like, because they're trying to get away from the bad. Or they have drugs in their pocket or a gun. They'll always touch their their body. Walk into the store when you're carrying and see what happens. You always check your shirt to see if it's over your own gun, right? <laughs> so, yep. like, there's little simple things that pe- clues that people give away when it, and you should be observing that. Mm-hmm. And 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 most cops, most not all, pick up on those things. You know, you see these little things. And it's all compliance tests. Turn your car off. No, I'm not turning my car off. All right, strike one. This guy's not going to be. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go bad, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had he had a, a, a you know. Hopefully the car like in Connecticut. If I run a plate, the the um, vehicle information pops up, and then the owner driver ID pops up. Mm-hmm. So if I run the plate before I stop him, and I click on that picture of that uh, uh, the whoever owns that car, and I walk up and I see that person, that guy could take off all day. I'm just gonna write a warrant for him. Right. I'll get him later. I'm not gonna risk. I have five kids. Mm-hmm. I want to go home to him. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm going to let that guy screw loose. When you're young, it's hard because you, you, we don't want to lose. We're type A personalities, right? Mm-hmm. We want to win. We want to get the bad guy. But you have to assess it. It's like mm-hmm. in the Army. They give you a uh, risk assessment card. And what that card is, you weigh your risk. You know? There's always going to be a risk in life, but how much risk do you want to take? Yeah. So you just, you know, in, you have to make split-second decisions in law enforcement. And some people make those decisions better than others. Yeah. And no one's we're all human so yeah uh, that's true we are yeah. we are you know i mean no, i know I when i got pulled over i did what you said like the guy said oh you armed and i made the mistake of tapping my side he was like <laughs> yeah don't do it <laughs> hey don't do that <laughs> but you so, know i think listen i know this is tough to say right because there's some people that are career criminals but often, oh, yeah. if you think about this, the energy, the time that goes into oh. being a criminal, if you just put that into something else, you could live your life uh, not 100% free. Unfortunately, we're not 100% free as we should be in the world or in yep. America. But you can live a lot yep. freer than doing all yep. these different things and getting involved in this, you know? There's a lot of self-destructive behavior, and we all probably have it in our brains, right? So uh, when you grow up poor, you grow up in the ghetto or wherever you live, right? Wherever you're growing up, if you have positive role models, you might make it. If you have zero mo- positive role models, you're not going to make it probably. It's going to take a lot to get out of there. So some people make it, but it's a small amount, right? Mm-hmm. So we need to get some positive people 
into uh, you know poor errors and help people. You know, like that's 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 where they should be spending money on mm-hmm. positive role models. Oh, I can make it in life. This guy. Oh, I look just like Hank. I can make it. You know, Hank made it. I can make it. You know, and how many people do they look at the same race that made it? And that's a problem. You need to have people that been there, done it, and say, you know what? I believe in you. Mm-hmm. And they don't have that. Yeah. They don't have that, that support structure. You need to see another way, man. People get panicked. I think, you know, we, we somehow get, like, backed into corners, and we get panicked, and we believe, like, this is the end and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, and that's how yep. we do stupid, crazy things. I think it happens to all of us one way or another if you get backed into a corner. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So... Uh, some oh. people don't make great decisions real in, in split second decisions. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, the let, guy taken off made a bad decision. Maybe the cop, if he did reach in, bad decision. Yeah. So I, I don't know what happened. I can't really criticize yeah. the man. We'll we'll see what it comes of. So um, here, let's get into something here that Walter's gonna like. Um, donuts. Okay. So what? we're gonna talk donuts. donuts, and we're gonna still talk donuts. cops. We're still gonna talk cops here. I was gonna Walter. say, is it donuts and police? We can talk donuts. I don't eat them, but we can do it. Do you? Uh, do you? So do you do? Do you go to donut shops a lot, JP? So why? Why? Here's why cops. Everybody's associated with donuts. I want to explain it. To I'm not. Listen, look. I'm a fat dude. I'm not against. I'm pro. No, sorry, I'm sorry. pro donut. No, no, no. I'm pro donut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All so right. you know what donut cop? Uh, you know what donut shops sell? Coffee. And okay, cops live off of caffeine because we're doing so much overtime. <laughs> so you'll see us go in the, you know, Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks or wherever you want to, you know, and it's usually a pastry shop. But like, what goes with what goes with coffee? Sugar, donut, pastry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tell people, I mean, I just eat bagels, man. I don't even eat bagels, so. But yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> but donuts, you can't hate on donuts. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come down on a guy. I cannot come down on someone for going. So here's the yeah. thing from New York. Let me see if I could throw this up here on the screen. So here we go. Police uh uh repeat felon drops loaded gun in donut shop uh in full <laughs> you know, full view of cops. So here we go. So New York, this happened in New York, yo. Of all the places I was there in, last night. Yeah. <laughs> Of all the City. of all the places in the world for a repeat felon to drop an illegal firearm on the floor, a cop filled donut shop is pretty much the worst spot for that to happen. Three NYPD transit officers were at the Duncan slash Baskin. Oh, donuts and ice cream. There's not a better combination. So they were at the Duncan slash Baskin Robbins shop on Surf Avenue in Coney Island, yo. Coney Island. Shout out to Coney Island, everybody out there in Coney oh, yeah. Island. Uh uh, so Coney Island on Sunday when they say another customer adjusted his pants <laughs> and, dro- and dropped a loaded gun on the floor. Yep. You know why? Because he, again, the cop was there. He knows he has a gun on him and right. people touch bad things. Yeah. So the- <laughs> he wanted to make sure it was secure. And guess what he did? He dropped yeah. it. Uh, so one of the officers had a, ca- a craving for cake batter ice cream when the incident <laughs> happened, police said. Uh, the suspect who investigated says a repeat felon was taken into custody, and they tweeted about it. They put out a tweet. I don't know if this this looks uh, – is this a Glock? It could be, it's, I think it's a Glock. No, this is not a Glock. I don't know. You guys have to look at this picture and tell me what it is. I don't think it is, actually. Where'd you find it? It might at? be a SIG. Oh, right I think there? we're looking at a SIG. Uh, the handle tr- doesn't look like Daniel for his I'm life, trying right? to go to I'm trying to go to Twitter right now and see if we could uh, pull it up. So here's a closer view from the NYPD thing. And then you can see yeah, the cops. Like you can see the cops in here. These guys are uh, fellow strangians. They're definitely eating donuts. 
You know, oh, respect yeah. respect to those guys. Uh, yeah. My brother's a New York City yeah. cop. So Do they have vegetable donuts? Is it uh, you know? Uh, they should make something that's tasty and good for us. <laughs> yes. I mean, come on. I mean, it's 2019, man. Let's yeah. go. So I don't know. Someone's gonna have to tell me what that. I think that looks like a sig. I don't know if anyone could see in that. If you if you go to Twitter, you can maybe close up on it and tell me what you think that is. I I think it looks like a sig or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's a grip angle is not a Glock grip angle. No, it's not. It's not. I don't think it is a Glock. And the magazine does not look. The magazine looks like a Sig magazine. Let's see. Yeah. Did, did, uh, DCG44 says not a Glock. It's not a high point either. It, the, it, it would look yeah. like a basically. It would look like a blow dryer. Someone, uh, <laughs> uh, dude, tube. It said HKUSP. It kind of does look like HK. Really? I have a okay. HK45C, and it kind of you know look, does it have yeah. a decocker on there. Um, I don't know. Walter, are you looking at that like, picture? I, I, I don't know if Walter's looking at that picture. Uh, uh, C4 Defense says he, he should know to put the SIG down slowly. <laughs> Jerry Parker <laughs> says it's a yeet cannon. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's how you get shot. You yeah. drop your freaking SIG and top shoots it. Greg98K says M&P. <laughs> uh, Philadelphia Patriot says Ruger. Okay, you guys are just calling out names now. Yeah. Yeah, we need a professional opinion on that. That magazine though looks like uh it looks sigish to me, the magazine. Yeah. I'm say. Just from that little diamond in the magazine, isn't that like usually what SIGs have, Walter? I don't know. Um if you guys can take a look at that, let me know. So anyway, yeah. If you see a bunch of cops in the donut shop, uh, don't go in Just there. Go somewhere else. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, definitely. Um, if make sure you have a belt on and tighten your belt. Well, yeah. a kid, uh, get a good holster. Harry's holsters. Get a good holster from Harry's holsters or something. You know. Go ahead. A kid was walking uh, past Dairy Queen, and he readjusted his gun, fell in front of all the kids and everybody there. So I get called to it. I, I'm riding there. I uh, hit my little button, come out with my gun right away, man, four. And he reaches back, and he grabs it, and I tell him I'm going to shoot him. And he just made a movement where he threw it in the bushes. Like, and I, he goes, I didn't have no gun. I'm like, come on, dude. I mean, you almost got shot right there. Mm -hmm. But I had control, you know. Mm -hmm. The SWAT team, I knew it, the angle wasn't coming towards me. I was, I was being clear-headed and trying to get tunnel vision, and I, I made a good decision not to hit him, you mm -hmm. know. But mm -hmm. yeah, I, you could have easily used going for a gun, right? Yeah. But I had the upper hand on him. He'd had to bring it up on me. You know, I had an M4. He had a pistol. Who knows if he even would have worked. Yeah. Yeah. But so easily you get into a stupid situation. Though. Yeah. Walter, can you, are you talk? Can you talk, Walter? Someone says your sound is off. Oh, my sound is off. Yeah. Uh, I'll go get a charge. Yeah, you might, you might be. Uh, I don't know. To me, you look like you're you're a little bit behind. You're lagging. I don't know if you have. Yeah, a bunch I know. Of it was like that. On. It was like that last time, and I don't know why that is. Yeah, you might have. I don't know. if There's a bunch of devices on, or what's going on there. I don't know. I, I I'm I'm yeah. hooked right up to the yeah right up to the network with the cable. So yeah. I don't know what. So do you have any com do you have any comment about this donut slash ice cream <laughs> situation? <laughs> Uh, no, I don't know what to say, man. You could you could use a donut right now, probably. <laughs> no, I don't need no donut, man. I could uh, use some ice cream, but no donut. Yeah, I could use a donut, but I'm trying. I'm trying to. Uh, I've been packing on the pounds lately, so I'm trying to be trying to be. Stop healthy. with those. Yeah. Stop eating those sweets. Yeah, no more cakes and donuts for me, man. I could only like sit yeah. outside the uh, donut shop, and 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 smell the aroma of the donuts. 
smell the <laughs> why it's going slower um yeah. so c4 what is what does sarge say he says just got here why are we bitching about police today question mark uh because we have we have a police officer sarge on on here jp wagner there he goes boom jp he's he's he came on that. and we're talking about we're talking about some law enforcement things along with other stuff so um yeah, we're not hating on cops. We just, uh, you know, everybody gets sensitive, but you have to, you have to know what to do and not to do. I mean, it is what it is. I'm not going to criticize because I don't know if the guy reached in it and the guy grabbed him, or you know, you just have to remember. We, I would tell yeah. a new guy on FTO not to grab inside the car. Yeah. You know, just no. that's a teachable moment. That's yeah. all it is. You know, right? No one has to get sensitive about yeah. it. Yeah. And so far as the guy that went into the donut, the donut shop with cops in it, and dropped his gun, I'm not trying to educate criminals, but damn it, get a proper holsters and, and proper belts, you knuckleheads. I mean, exactly. Seriously, look at a YouTube video. Don't. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Should we try to help the criminals? No. I don't, not necessarily. Not trying to not help like them, that. but, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, um, Brian Quick says the pistol is a Ruger Security 9. Um, okay. Ray Bozzolo said he lost 20 pounds, the cancer diet. Sorry about that, Ray. That is not fun. That is not fun. Yeah. Uh, hey, Hank, can you hear me? I just switched yeah. off uh, earbuds. Sorry. Yeah, we could hear you just a little. Okay, there was a little bit of feedback, but I think it's good now. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Um, so here's another thing. Okay, let me ask you guys here. I'm going to switch over to something a little bit different, okay? A little bit different. Who here on the panel will start with Walter? Did you ever, Walter, have a Sony Walkman? No, never had one. Never? Never. You never found one in a dumpster and rehabbed it? Nope. How the, how the hell did nope. you listen to music? I didn't listen when I was walking around. Oh, Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Walter. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I, <laughs> okay. I was at home. I listened at home. I listened in the car. Old school. Uh, old school. Okay. What about what about you, JP? You ever had a Sony Walkman? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was in sixth grade in '86. So wow. Uh, four years old. So I yeah. did have a Sony Walkman. Yes. Yeah. I have. Yeah, I remember came out too. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I I did have a Sony Walkman. Um. I guess you know Walter was just very underprivileged growing up. So he didn't yeah. have a Sony Walkman. Just a poor man. white child. Yeah, yeah, just poor, poor white boy from uh, Croatia. <laughs> uh, I forgot. Yeah, right. <laughs> Where were you guys from again? I'm from, I'm from <laughs> Illinois. Come on. From Illinois. Okay, they're fine. <laughs> so, uh, so CNN Business Insider has this: Happy 40th birthday, Walkman. So the Walkman yeah. has been around for 40 years. They still make Sony Walkman. They they do they do. In yeah. what in what in what format? What what do they use for? Um, is they, it CDs? Uh, they, is it? They, uh, well, uh, I remember they were they were cassettes, and then they did go yeah. to the little mini discs. Uh, I don't know what they are nowadays for the young people, but they're probably they're probably not selling a lot of them because of this thing called the iPhone. But uh, the Sony Walkman yeah. first hit the market July 1st, 1979. Kaboom. Walter, at that point, you were already 120 years old. So that's why you that's why you never had one. Actually, yeah, I was a senior in high school. So. <laughs> yeah, that's why I can't believe um, you. you uh, I, I had Sony Walkmans in New York at the risk of my own life. They robbed you. Well, they weren't cheap either, and I just didn't want to spend oh, yeah. my money yeah. on them. They were like 200 bucks. That's what it says in this I thing. I spent a- 
I'd rather just go out and hit some drinks or something. Yeah, they had the knockoffs. <laughs> you had the knockoffs, the cheaper versions. But I used to get, yeah. I used yeah. to get mine like fresh off the, fresh from Japan, man. I used right. to get the fanciest <laughs> ones. I don't right know. Right off the boat. Yeah. Right off the boat. Fresh from Japan. I just loved the Sony Walkman, man. Changed my life. You know? Um, oh, but yes, man. it was dangerous being on the subway with a Walkman, but whatever. <laughs> All right. Did this help any? No, I guess it didn't. I'm trying to figure out why the delay is. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So um, here's something you could try. Minimize your um, Skype window. Don't close it. Just minimize it and put it down in the dock. So... Um, you know, yeah, but I can't see. I can't see anything. Then. Oh right. yeah, you won't be able to see anything. Just look into uh, the camera, Walter. You look good. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, you're, you're looking sexy right now. Looking sexy. I'm you're, looking a little, I'm not, you're a little green. You're a little green. <laughs> no, the um, also the the video's delayed too. Yeah, from, yeah. So I don't know what uh, right. What's up with that? Yeah, Simpson Road Larry says he just found his old Sony Walk Walkman. Wonder if it's worth it. Man, I wish I had. I wish I still had a Walkman just for. I remember all those days in the 80s reading and, and listening to music on the Sony Walkman. Kept me off the streets. Yeah. Yeah. So. Some of that some of those bootleg tapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bootleg tapes, yes. Yeah. You know, you remember we used to have to, we used to make your own mixtapes? I, re I recorded my own stuff. <laughs> Tango No, Hot 97.1 uh, in New York. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good music, man. Yeah. Yeah, the Walkmans had, they had a radio and they had a cassette. Yeah, you're right, man. Yeah, the recorder, right? Yeah. They had all the hip hop, you know, if you listen to that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, everything, so. Yeah. So 40 years old, man. You know, shout out to that. Okay, I just wanted to bring up something a little bit. So here's another thing, since we're, we're talking about law enforcement a little bit here, we could see what JP thinks about this one as well. Uh, Broward County Sheriff's Office loses a, uh, accreditation after school massacre, Florida, uh, April, uh, I'm sorry, Florida airport shooting in a report. So um, the largest sheriff's office in Florida sustained another blow after it was revealed Monday that a state panel last week voted to revoke the law enforcement um, accreditation of the controversial department in the wake of uh, mishandling two major mass shootings in its jurisdiction. Uh, the Commission for Florida Law Enforcement Accreditation, accreditation however you say it, I don't, I'm sure I'm messing it up, voted 13 to naught. 13 to naught on Wednesday to strip the Broward County Sheriff's Office of accreditation, citing the missteps from the shooting at Major East Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland in 2018 um, that killed 17 people and the 2017 Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport shooting, according to a recording of the meeting obtained by the Miami Herald. That's interesting. Yep. Oh, we've now totally lost Walter. I don't know. No, yeah, I'm back. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. yeah, let me see. Uh, we're not seeing your audio, your oh. video. Okay, well, I'll switch back to the other one. I'm, yeah, I'm playing with things. Right, yeah. I'll be back. Yeah, okay. So, we'll get. So, what do you think about that, JP? Well, I think um, is uh, training costs money, right? So, I think it's just a lack of training, possibly, of, uh, you know, RPD does um, active shooter every year, every patrolman gets it. We have our own uh, ERT team, SWAT team, and it's a part-time team. So you have all those guys that have been on SWAT, they're in patrol. So if we, I go to a call where there's guys that aren't as, um, having as much training as I did do, mm -hmm. I will take them on a win. I become the team leader, right? I tell them what we're going to do and all that. 
And that's that's one good thing about having a part-time SWAT team is that those guys are in patrol on midnights, evening shift, and day shift. And then when you, I just came off the ERT team, I did 12 and a half years. I just I just want to be able to walk when I'm 60 because all the gear, you know, right. I'm 220. I put my gear on. I'm 287. Yeah. So I did enough of. You need an Excel suit like a RoboCop uh, Excel suit. No, I need it. My back hurts. You know. So, so yeah. it, it also comes down to training. You have to, you know, a lot of money to train them because you have guys that never been put in a situation before and they're out there flopping. Yeah. So you have yeah. to put people in training in SRO. You want an SRO like everybody's like, oh, they they want a certain type of SRO, but there are guys that are tactical and reasonable at the same time. You know, like they're able to talk to kids and you know, you know, not be uh, you know tackleberry every second. But that's what you need. You don't need a guy in there that's you know at the end of his career possibly. If he's a go- still a hard charger, put him in there. But it's not a hiding spot for an officer. You need a, a guy that knows how to make good decisions because when some bad happens. You need that guy, that right guy in the right spot, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it all comes down to training. It's, you have to make the money for training. And you have to put your guys suit. You have to make sure they have hours in active shooter and, you know, different, like, uh, different scenario, scenarios in training, you know? Yeah. And what, and what ERT did for me was it put me through from so many, like, felony stops, vehicle assaults, uh, even shitty buses, how to turn them off, how to engage them. Like, we did so, so many different scenarios I'm a lot more rounded than the normal patrol guy, but you need to put that those guys in those position, those situations too. And that all comes to money. So, okay. so pay your guys, train them. That's what yeah. you need. So what happens, uh, Walter? What happens when you lose your accreditation? Your accreditation? Accreditation, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> accreditation, accreditation, well, whatever. <laughs> what happens uh, in that in that scenario? Well, I mean, Can you be a like police if, department? If, if they're not accredited, then they can't. Are they training other people? I don't know. So they yeah. they can't teach people how to carry guns in school if they're not accredited. I don't like know what that means. What does that What does that mean, I JP? Think get, I think you get. I think I'm not 100 percent sure. It's maybe people out there know more than me. I think it's like you get more federal money to be accredited. Oh, okay. Uh, I think you get possibly get more funds. You know, and it's better for like lawsuits. Like, hey, we're accredited. We did all these things to make our organization. Okay. You know. Okay, so they could still run the department, but they don't have that. A lot of the PDs aren't accredited. Some are, some aren't. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't think ours are. I think we we run it by a level of accreditation, but we're not. It takes a lot of time to make your PD accredited. accredited PD. So is it typical to have a police department this big with no um, with no accreditation? I would think they would. I would think they would have yeah. it, but. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they lost it because of you know what's going on here. So, yeah. not a good sign. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Not, not good things happening there. Obviously. No. Day day late and a dollar short though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all, 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 it doesn't do any good after the fact. Always. Yeah. I mean, what is that? What is that doing for anyone? What is that? You know. And then we have all these crazy things happening in Florida behind all these situations and and uh, no one looked at actually doing anything about it like they suspended three people so far because those people didn't go into the building just think about the difference that would have made our our, if there's an active shooter obviously you want numbers right to go in with numbers but if i'm the first guy there and there's that guy who's going to be there for a minute i'm going in going in i mean yeah it is i mean because i could take that guy out and and saves lives. I mean, it's a matter of people are probably going to die. You just want to stop 
the numbers of people dying. So yeah. if I get there, want to have a couple guys with you to go in, and that'd be your attack team, you know, to go take out the threat. Right. But if it's going to be a little bit before someone gets there, you're going to have to make that decision, and you should probably. I would. I would go in, and they, RPD is not going to really crush us on that at all. If you go in, you just yeah. have to let them know where you're going in and communicate. You know. Yeah. What was so. that, Walter? No, I think I, it looks I, like Walter was trying to. No, the the thing. Did you hear that buzzing noise? Yeah. Man. Was that I you? Didn't do, I didn't do anything. I, I, I got my hands up. I got my hands on the steering wheel. I didn't do yeah. anything. That was Shut me. your engine no. off. You. I don't know what I don't know what the delay is on my why it's doing that. Yeah, don't worry about it. I mean, I'd like. So, what do you think about all this, Walter? Um, well, I mean, you know, once again, nine times out of ten, when you have these active shooter things. First time somebody shoots back at the active shooter, he either runs or he shoots himself. Yep. Mm-hmm. And 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 if if one person would have just put some rounds toward him, he probably would have cowered down, and, and that would have been it. Yeah. So, I mean, go in there. You've got body armor on at least, right? Well, I mean, that's your I guess job. <laughs> yeah. Well, after after that shooting, they came out here in Florida and said that it's not their job to. Um, it's not the. What is it? What? How they well, put that? Well, I think isn't was wasn't it the Supreme Court that said uh, law enforcement is not um, there? They don't have to. Uh, yeah, there was you? something crazy that came out after yeah. that about you know, the typical the, the well, thing is to serve and protect. Well, yeah, they're not, not obliged to. Uh, yeah. To. to, to uh, and in Connecticut, I have a duty to act. If I don't act, I can get in trouble for that. Mm-hmm. So well, it might be federal, but statewide, I think I can get in trouble for not acting. I have a duty to act. And if you're in this business, being a police officer, you should try to, like, start in this little group, group, the Blue Rice Society. The best thing is it, we have seven guys out there shooting all the time, or we have two guys shooting. So it creates more range time, right? So shooting is a good thing, right? You know, put, we want to do different drills. We want to, you know, test some things. So when, when you're on a range and getting trigger time, it's a good thing, you know? Yeah. So at least you're yeah. used to hearing those sounds and – you know, yeah. all of that's that, that's not a bad thing, man. You should be used to hearing that. Um, maybe there should even be some training where you're used to having some bullets whiz past you. You know. Yeah, we do like our SWAT, uh, our ERT team. They we do all sim. So every time we do the basics a lot, we do a lot of entries, and we use sim munitions every single time. So we spend a lot of money. Our PD spends a lot of money on sims, but they do it every month. They're shooting sims at each other. Okay, I bet you that hurts like a mofo. The, the two to three round uh, sims, they, they leave oh. welts on you. They hurt. Uh, so it's good to get stung because maybe, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you'll, tri- you know, so you'll pie that turn a little more and, you know, instead of just, run, you know, so yeah. the, the live rounds coming or not live rounds, but sims coming at you makes a big difference, mm-hmm. you know, because you get into it, you know, like you don't want to get hit by those things. <laughs> yeah. No. So how can these guys be that big? Um, you know, Walter, um, I'm gonna let you start here because obviously JP is gonna have a uh, an answer for this. But I'd like to know what you think about it too. How can this department in Broward be so big and they don't? They're not doing this stuff like what JP's talking about here, or are they? I, I, and and well, you know, what's I, happening? I, I, probably their SWAT guys do that, um, and whoever else they have like reactionary type. But your average, like uh, the cop that was at the school, that you know. He, I, I, you know, like the schools have the policemen in some some counties have their own school policemen, and other ones use like uh, sheriffs and city cops mm-hmm. to do that. Um, that's to me, it would be kind of a cushy job where you go to school and you you go to school and you do your day, and you know, 
when it, when the shit starts to go down, it seems like it's like, oh fuck, what am I gonna do? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but and, if you're in a school nowadays, I mean, I think that you know you're gonna. There, there should be some well, kind I mean, of training to, me, to have if, these if guys do. If you're gonna do. be in that, if you're gonna be in that profession, you you should be ready to engage. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, at whatever level you can engage, you should be able to engage a little bit. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every 53 hours a cop dies in America. So right. it is a traffic stops, domestics, like those are. Yeah, the, I mean, you're constantly engaged. I mean, that's yeah. that's the, that's the, that most of them are getting killed in these things where it's like, it's domestic stuff. That yeah. scares the shit out of me. You know, when you go to these domestics and these, and it seems like all everything's all right, and then all of a sudden it just guys start shooting. It's like it's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. You never know. I mean, you could walk. You could be the most tactful tactical guy in the world, and you go to a call. Someone calls in a bull, um, a bogus. Uh, call yeah. and next thing you get shot through a window at thirty odd six. From, right, you, know, you get you get bushwhacked. You want know, ambushing you. I mean, so I, like what I do, and I tell the, the new guys, we park we park two houses down, three houses down. I'm walking up to the house. I'm looking at the blinds. Is there like a little right. break in the blind? Is there right. a little? So a lot of bad guys will cut a piece of uh, blind out of uh, when you, and they, that's our little lookout spot. So you have to look for those things. You have to look. Is there shit or stuff all over the front lawn that because right. they're fighting it, and and. No matter how many domestics you go to, when they're trying to hide that they had a domestic and they're fighting, they can't hide it. Someone's like scratched up, someone's crying. Like, yeah. so you have to be able to pick up on little cues or big ones and act on it. Don't get lazy. The guys get hurt. Now I'm not saying everybody because you get ambushed, but some people get complacent. I've been to this alarm 25 times. It's another yeah, false right. alarm. That 25th time you're getting shot. And I'm not saying that's how all the guys are getting hurt, but. You always have to remind yourself, even after 17 years on, I'm going to every call like it's real. I fool around and joke a lot when it's not work time in that moment, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, you, you have to. You want to go home to your kids, man. You yeah. know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. And then I don't know if they do this, but do they typically send one person to a domestic call? No, mm-hmm. uh, uh, most of all calls in our PD, we go two guys. So yeah. most of the time, unless the yeah. sergeant says no. I think because Florida is different, though. An officer got shot and killed in, mm-hmm. I believe, 2005. Hmm. If I'm sorry if I'm wrong on that, but I think it's 2005. And there's two officers there, but it didn't really matter. And uh, it was a bad situation. But yeah, if you get bushwhacked, there's nothing you can do hardly. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, matter what. Yeah, if someone plans, if someone plans to do this thing to you, yeah. you know, unfortunately, you know. Yep. If they've thought about it ahead of time, only luck can really yep. um, give you any kind of like heads up or maybe intuition yep. or something like that. But and that's why I get upset when people say they hate uh, police officers. I, the guys I know, all of us would fight for anybody out there. I don't care if you're a dirtbag. We're gonna we might arrest you, <laughs> but we're gonna help you. Like and that's the thing. Like you get one percent of the guys out there that are bad or. Or they act too cool, you know. They got to be cool. They, you know. But the most of the guys out there are trying to help people. I'm, I'm, that's 100. percent There's always a bad one percent of bad. I mean, I don't yeah. care what it is. Um, but I'm not gonna let a guy be racist in front of me. I'm not like a guy gonna take money or do anything dirty in front of me or bend the law. It's not happening. And he better be checking me at the same time. You know, I want to do that. But that's why you, you know, you can't let someone. You, you know, we're we, we're the police. We're supposed to be good. And that's why <laughs> I, when I go out there, I try to uh, present that to people. I try to be mm-hmm. fair as I can. And I, and I always look out for all the kids, too. Like all these little kids or lost kids. I talk to them, try to guide them through life because someone helped me through my life. Mm-hmm. Right. Just you can't 
You're not gonna save everybody. I'm not no huggy feely guy either. I am, but I'm not like out there just like not thinking people are criminal. I'll arrest you. I don't care. But you also have to remember you got to try to help people too. That's it. Yeah. Ultimately, ultimately, we're all human beings here, right? And somehow this is part of what civilization is. Yes. (laughs) You know, this is what we've created. I think more people should be uh, protecting and defending themselves, or everyone should be doing that. But uh, but you know, at the end of the day, we have guys doing it. Even you know where I live out in the country and all that, we have some guys that are out there doing it because things go sideways for lots of different reasons when you're sleeping at night or whatever. And there's some guys like I think about it like the guys. Who um who are on duty? My my local sheriffs. Those guys are rolling around, man. In pitch, it's darkness out here on big massive oh, yeah. pieces of land and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's not fun. And um, last year, if you remember, Walter, two two yeah. of uh, our guys just got like ambushed having lunch. Oh yeah, and then and then the, and the dirtbag kills himself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you, you, they never really found out what, what 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 was up with that. You know they no. There was no answer for that. No, yeah. there's not. You can't, there's crazy people, and they're always going to find ways to do it. You know, they'll run you over in a car. They'll talk up and stab you. You know, you're wearing a uniform. You're standing out like a bullseye. You know, and hopefully, you know, it doesn't happen to you. But that's when you sign up to be an officer. You're, you don't you don't sign up to get hurt, but it could potentially happen to you. And it has happened. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm 44 years old fighting an 18-year-old sometimes. You know, they, they stay young when we get old, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. Look at I, I saw was it uh, Venus? Venus Williams just got beaten uh, um, in the in what was it in was it in England? What, where's the tennis match going on right now by a fifteen year old? Yeah, okay. Wimbledon. Yeah, she got well, she got beaten yeah, by she a fifteen year old. She's getting old. <laughs> yeah, you know it happens, man. <laughs> you know, yeah. not staying young forever. You yeah. know, I don't know what kind of juice out there is really going to do it for you, but. Uh, it's yeah. funny because the girl that beat her looks like a younger version of her. You know, it's like, oh, sometimes you take a look at the mirror, you're like, mm, yeah, can't do this forever. So there is I, there is a time to take your uh, take your winnings and uh, yeah, walk away from the game. Yeah, yeah. So listen, it's not. I know I know people have lots of different opinions on all this kind of stuff. I thought it would be good to have JP come on, maybe come on in the future when things yeah. come up, and we just. Look at things three dimensionally and think about everything, and uh, you know, try to have an understanding instead of like just a one way or myopic myopic view of the world. So, uh, let's see. You know what? It's after nine o'clock, so we should probably wrap this up here, so Walter can go get some sleep. Speaking of old, <laughs> speaking of old people. Yeah, yeah, speaking of old <laughs> folks, yeah, yeah. Keep your yeah. hands on the wheel. Right, keep your hands on the wheel. Keep your hands yeah. on the wheel. I appreciate, I appreciate that. I, hey, I, I don't, I don't, you know, it's like, well, yes, sir, what can I do for you? Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you a story real quick. Sure. We, we were at our shop one night, and we're leaving uh, at my shop shop, my business shop. We're all leaving in the Suburban. That day or the day before, a cop had been shot here locally for some something. And um, so we're leaving, and, and the sheriff pulls in behind us, boop, lights come on, we stop. I mean, we just pulled out in the street. And uh, so I stop, and I got my window down. Spencer rolls his window down, is there a problem, officer? <laughs> <laughs> and the cop says, son, roll your window back up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, he didn't mean anything. He wasn't trying yeah. to be a wise-ass. He just reacted. Just like, he just reacted. Yeah, yeah he's just <laughs> reacting. and. Uh, yeah, some people get nervous and say uh, some things, you know, yeah. that comes out wrong. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he stopped us. We just because yeah. we it was dark and it was an industrial area, and he just saw us come out and he stopped. Yeah. Us, but uh, uh-huh. you know, 
No worries. We went about our way, so yeah, you know, I'm not worried about it. Um, yeah, if if um, if you stay calm, like I think other human beings get nervous or excited when you get nervous or excited. Uh, communication yeah. is uh, instinctive. It's not even really the words you say. You just start giving off a vibe. And I think if you stay calm, other people will stay calm. Hopefully, calm sees people calm. But yeah. don't sleep on calm either, though, right? No, no, absolutely not. I mean, some people are pretty, um, you know. Uh, badass out there. Oh, yeah. I know I've yeah. gotten through a lot of situations where I really shouldn't be here just based off of uh, staying calm oh, exactly. you know, and uh, looking people in the eye and talking to them. You know, I always tell people, why are you nervous? You get me nervous, right? I always say, that, like, you know, so <laughs> yeah. they're nervous about something, they're, you know, or they're just never been pulled over before. So you can tell. Yeah. 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 So let's uh, let's see, Walter, <coughs> um, you know, as we're wrapping it up here, Walter, how can the folks, uh, you know, how can they help you out, check you out on social media now that you're sick and, you know, how can they send you virtual roses or something? To I don't you? need no virtual roses. Send me some yeah. money if you want. That make me happy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, mm-hmm. uh, Safe Tower Firearms on YouTube. Um, of course, Mower Death, that's still out there. Right. And um, yeah, yeah, just check us out there, you know. Yeah. Okay, uh, very cool. Let's see. Uh, Gibson Fender wants to know if I'm on tomorrow night. Yes, we'll be on tomorrow night. So, JP, um, how can people find out more about you or Blue Rifle Society? Uh, just let the folks out there know what they, you know. How so, they Blue Rifle Society, seven of us, you'll have. The good thing with that, you have seven guys with a lot of guns that we post. Uh, you know, everybody posts a couple a day, and we just switch it up. One guy posts, another guy posts. Um we're on Instagram, Blue Rift Society, and Facebook, Blue Rift Society. We made a YouTube channel that will start trying, hopefully, putting some videos out. Uh, we're new, only four weeks in the game, but I appreciate all the uh, likes. And uh, yes. hopefully, we can bring some Northeast uh, love and Second Amendment love to everybody. So Cool, cool. Thanks. So, uh, yeah, we appreciate that. Okay, and uh, thanks for everyone out there. It seems like it's a very lively chat out there. I saw uh, Rod Mills was getting into it with someone earlier. I don't know what what was going on. People are pretty lively and activated out there. So uh, that's either good or bad, whatever. At least folks are awake. They're awake and and active out there. Uh, Thanks for everyone for hanging out with us. Thanks to JP for coming on. Walter for coming in, even though you're sick, man, toughing it out with us here. Uh, you know, one last shout out to Walther Firearms for uh, sponsoring the show. All you good guys for joining us. We'll be here tomorrow doing it again and again and again. <laughs> we'll see you all. We're out of here. All right. Peace. Good night. <laughs>